It's now time for Altamont Indians basketball on 100.5 and 105.5 Jack FM. A pleasant good evening to you, everyone out there, and welcome in to a jam-packed gymnasium here in Altamont Community High School. As it's the Class 1A of boys basketball, 1A external championship, and it's between the Altamont Indians and the uh, Tuscola Warriors. As uh, Altamont is a number one seed, and they come in at 29 and four. And Tuscola comes into this game as a one seed as well, and they're 28 and six overall in the season. Welcome into the broadcast position. My name is Travis Sparks, alongside Dominic Daters, and we'll be here calling all the action tonight here on the boys of Altamont Indians Athletics 100.5, 105.5 Jack FM. Also streaming online at fmradio.com and on the FM Radio app as well. And how it did both these teams to get here to this sectional championship. Well, Altamont on a Tuesday. It's still the talk of the town here in Altamont. It was a 20-point comeback victory for the Indians as they defeated Casey 61-59. And uh, what a story it was. They were down by 20 at one point in the uh, third quarter. And uh, then it was uh, the MVP of the game went to a guy that only had two points in the game. That was because Eli Miller came in and was the energizer bunny and really kind of got this capacity crowd here. And uh, the reason I say it was the talk of the town, not just because of the 20-point comeback, but how packed the gymnasium was on Tuesday. And uh, some say that they come to this gym for a long time. Even uh, some of the people on the bench as well, they said that's the loudest they've ever heard this place on a Tuesday. And that was only Tuesday night. That was only the semifinals. What's gonna, tonight going to bring? As uh, Tonight seems to be even more jam-packed for the rafters than it is. They're going to have to have a standing room only crowd. And the band's currently playing on the stage, but I heard that they're going to clear those uh, band members out after they're done after the tip-off, and uh, they're going to filter some of those uh, fans in into the uh, stage seating there. So I'm uh, trying to fit as many people in here as we possibly can, as much as uh, the uh, fire code will allow, I guess. And uh, there's a reason for that, because it's a, a much hyped game, and I can say that this is probably the biggest game in Altamont basketball school history as a sectional championship right here. And uh, this town and this team have high aspirations, and uh, season continued on after a 20-point comeback victory on Tuesday, Dom. Yes, it did. The season continued on just like Altamont wanted it to continue on, and so their fan base, I know I'm, I know you've been thinking it, and I've said it a few times during the radio that Altamont's just having a special season, and, uh, you know, they didn't want it to end Tuesday night. They don't want it to end here tonight. They definitely want to advance on and play Monday night, Carbonell, and next Thursday in Champaign. But first, they got to Take you know, beat Tuscola, a team that uh, only a few weeks ago beat them. You know, gave them gave them their worst loss of the year. I think it was sixty four or thirty eight or something like that. And uh, Tuscola just couldn't. They did everything right. Alabama couldn't do anything right. Tuscola shot twelve of 75 percent from uh, behind the arc, three point range. And anytime a team does that, you're not going to win. You're not going to win uh, too many ball games, but. Uh, yeah, that crowd Tuesday night, it was, it was the loudest I, I've ever heard it since, you know, we being from T-Town, and I just remember those old T-Town, NTC, fancy, you know, tournament matchup, championship game. I was that, the gym wasn't that loud back then, you know. And, yeah, that's what people are saying. I, I talked to uh, uh, Eric Coleman's uncle uh, a couple days ago, and he said he he never heard that gym that loud either, you know, even back back in the his, the sophomore year of high school, he in the NCC tournament, Alamont, Alamont beat Town, and they went on to beat St. Anthony. 
And the SEC championship game, you know, they weren't expected to do much that year, but uh, it wasn't even that loud back then. So, you know, I definitely, definitely tells you something, uh, you know, coming in here to this game, and I'm sure, you know, like you said, Travis, you know, that was Tuesday night, this is a championship game, so what, you know, what, what, what's that going to bring, you know, if it's going to be so loud, you know, to register on the Richter scale or something? I mean, I don't know. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me, I guess. But no. this, gym, this gym was was already loud, even even when I first got here. You know, it was just it was loud already, which is great. It's a great atmosphere. Yeah, this is the farthest Alamont's ever gone in school history. Everybody here tonight, you know, a part of history, and they want they want to keep the the history going. And uh, I see I see Luke Poole down there. He's all dressed up in his Alamont gear. Some of the Alamont fans got white on. Plus, has got their black and gold on. You know, so. I just expect a great game, Travis. I don't think it's going to be anything like the first game. I think Alamont's uh, learned their lessons. They're going to come out prepared and ready to play. Yeah, Mr. Cool is on here every single game. But, yeah, he's decked out tonight in all orange uh, for sure down there on the baseline. And uh, like you were mentioning there, that Tuscola just three weeks ago is when they beat Alamont by 26 points. It was 64-38 was the final, and they actually made 14 threes on the night, and that stopped Altamont's 18-game winning streak that they yep. had going on, and uh, the leader of uh, that night was Jordan Quinn. I see he had 23 points, including five and three-pointers, and uh, Sweetnam, he had 14 points, including uh, four three-pointers. Tuscola on uh, Wednesday, they defeated St. Anthony 48-45. St. Anthony actually had the lead after first quarter and at halftime by two, but then uh, Tuscola comes back in the second half and in a strong uh, third and fourth quarter as they have the three-point lead entering the final quarter. And then, of course, they held on for the three-point win there against St. Anthony on a Wednesday. There as Cam Sweetnam had 15 points. He had three three-pointers in the game. They only hit four total, so it was the majority of the scoring from beyond the air there. And Jordan Quinn also had 14 points as well. And Josiah Horton was off on double figures as well with 12 points. So uh, this is a talented a Tuscola squad and how Altamont has never been here to the championship game. Well, Tuscola was just here last year as they fell to Macon Meridian in a heck of a game. It was like 81-79 to 79 was the final score there. I think it came down to the very end on a last-second shot, and uh, that happened in the uh, St. Anthony sectional championship. But now it's a different environment because this is Altamont's home school, of course, and uh, so it's going to be a, basically a de facto home game for Altamont here in the uh, sectional championship here in this atmosphere. So completely different environment than it was a year ago for Tuscola. Of course, uh, last year they were led by uh, Jordan's brother, uh, Jalen Quinn, who's out in Loyola, Chicago right now, playing uh, college hoops. And uh, Jordan kind of more enjoys football more, but he's just a great athlete. So uh, he goes out for basketball, and he's pretty good at basketball as well. But his passion is really uh, football, and he's only a junior, so he'll be back for his uh, senior season the next year at the quarterback position. And one thing that I didn't notice the last time around for Tuscola is just kind of how young they were. They only have two or three seniors on the whole roster. But, you know, a Sweet Nam, he's only a sophomore. And uh, Horton and uh, Quinn, only sophomores as well. And Parker James is only a junior as well, I believe. So a lot of underclassmen here on this roster. So Tuscola could be a problem for the CIC for the foreseeable future here down the line. And Tuscola, they actually have won a sectional championship before. They won it all the way back in 2005, and so they're looking for their first title since then and want some revenge last year. And, of course, Altamont, this entire season has been going on a revenge 
as they were bounced earlier than they wanted to be in the regional championship last year in Dietrich as uh, Aiden Dotson just went off there in uh, Dietrich and ended the Altamont Indian season. That's kind of been one of the big motivational factors for this entire season and this entire run that Altamont has uh, been on. And so never winning a sectional championship, that is why it is the biggest game in Altamont school history right now going on. And I see uh, both teams are uh, getting ready uh, to uh, line up on the inline there and Tuscola taking their last few jump shots here as they had no problem knocking down the threes last time out. So we'll see what happens in uh, this matchup here. So uh, we will take a break and we'll be back after the National Anthem. And of course the National Anthem is going to be brought to you by Tingley Insurance Agency. And so we'll be back here for the tip-off and the start of lineup of this Class 1A Altamont Sectional Championship. And we'll be right back after the National Anthem. You're listening to Altamont Indian Basketball and Postseason Basketball here on Jack FN. see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the universal life policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for universal life insurance at PekinInsurance.com and in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. It's not just furniture, it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep or reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here at Altamont Community High School Class 1A Altamont Sectional Championship. About ready to uh, get tipped off. But first, let's get the uh, starting lineup here as we have them up here for the uh, visitors on the scoreboard and the visitors. It's the Tuscola Warriors 
as they'll be in the uh, black jerseys tonight with black numbers with yellow on the trim. And uh, they will start off number three, Camden Sweetnam. Number five, Josiah Horton. Number 15, Parker James. Number 23, Jordan Quinn. And number 455, Chris Boyd. Again, that's Sweetnam, Horton, James, Quinn, and Boyd. The starting five for the Tuscola Warriors. Now for the Altamont Indians, the home team here this evening, of course. They're in their home white uniforms with black numbers and orange trim. So they will start off number two, Jared Hamer. He's a 5'11 senior. They also got number 21, Dylan Elam, a 6'3 junior. Number 22, Avery Yarhouse. He's a 6'1 senior. Number 23, Mason Robinson. He's a 6'3 senior. And a number 50, Eric Coleman. He's a 6'5 senior. So again, it's Hamer, Elam, Yarhouse, Robinson, and Coleman. A starting five for the Altamont Indians tonight. And of course, a reminder that the winner of this Altamont sectional will go on to Carbondale to the Elite Eight. And they'll play on Monday night at 6 o'clock. And if Altamont is there, we will be there to broadcast the game, of course, there in uh, SIU Arena. And uh, the winner of this game will take on the winner of the Gatlin County Sectional Championship. And that is either going to be the three seed, Weber. They beat Gatlin County the other night, 41 to 39, or the two seed, Mount Meridian, and uh, they hit an unbelievable three to hit uh, to give them the upset win over Wayne City the other night, 67 66. You hadn't seen it. Kid hit it in the corner. He was turning. He was fading away. He was double teamed, and it was just an amazing play to win in a sectional semifinal game. So uh, we'll definitely keep our eye on that here as they uh, go along here in Altamont. Uh, for sure. Also, we'll keep an eye on the Newton sectional championship as I'm sure a packed gymnasium there. They're almost sold out of tickets even before this, before this afternoon as uh, Lawrenceville. They're going to be squaring off against Tatopolis there in Newton for the sectional championship. And that's the right to go to Carbondale as well. So wouldn't it be something if two area teams, Altamont advances and Tatopolis advances there on the same night? That, that would that be, would, that'd be something else. That would be, that'd be awesome, awesome for the area, awesome for for both teams, if they can, if they can, uh, if they can do that, I didn't, I didn't realize. I saw Mount Ready and Wayne City Travis by one point. I didn't realize it was a black, black, black and three. And I knew uh, Wayne City had won their first regional since like '93, '94. So I knew they hadn't been in a section in a while. So here we go. Here we go. Robinson versus Quinn, and it's going to be Altamont winning a tip-off. So Altamont will start off with the basketball, and they'll be going right to left on your radio dial here to start the game. Looks like Tuscola is playing a little man-to-man defense here to start this one. It's going to be your house spinning around. The ball is good. And the first two points go to Altamont, and they lead two to nothing on a Yarhouse layup. Little spin move there by Yarhouse. He just spun around the Tuscola defender, put it up and in. Altamont, of course, are playing their man-to-man defense. It's Quinn guarded by Elam. Quinn will hand off to Horton. Horton now looking to drive inside, and now he was cut off by Hamer. Now inside to James. James for three. No good in front of the rim, and it's rebounded by Boyd, but no, taken away, and the ball's on the floor, and it's going to be picked up by Horton, and Tuscola will reset. Tuscola gets a screen there by Boyd, and Horton hands off to James. James gets another screen from Boyd, and they get over there to Sweetnam. Now over to Horton on the left wing. As it's good enough, and Altamont here with a minute gone in the game. Now they get over to Sweetnam here on the left side. Now Quinn's going to fire a three-pointer straight on. It's good. First three for Tuscola, 
and it's three to two. Jaden Quinn bring back some of the magic. And it's going to be blocked by Boyd as Elam was driving to the rim. And they're going to call a foul on Tuscola. So it'll be Dylan Elam shooting two free throws. And he'll go to the line for two. First foul on Chris Boyd. His first, team's first. That was, that was a nice block by, by Chris Boyd. And uh, so Elam will go to the free throw line for the first time for either squad tonight. Puts it up, and we're tied. Three to three. Elam will get another one. If uh, Tosola shoots to three like he did last game, Alcorn's going to be needing to make these free throws to keep, keep up with them. That's right, and so Elam will be at the line for his second attempt, and it's also good. So Altamont retakes the lead, four to three. On two free throws there by Elam, his first two points. And it's going to be important getting it across the timeline, getting a stream on Boyd. They get it to him on the pick and roll. Now out to with James. James drives, puts up the floater in the lane over Coleman. No good. Tipped out. Long rebound. Tipped out by Elam into the hands of Hamer. Hamer looking to run with it. Finds Elam in the corner for three. Yo, no good. And it's going to be rebounded by James. As it just rolled off the rim, that three-point attempt there by Elam. Horton drives inside. He lost it off of his foot. And it now gets it over there to a sweet name on the left side. He'll dribble Max towards the middle, and he'll call out a play here on the right side, close to Altamont's bench. And it's going to be a screen by Boyd. Sweet in for three. No good back iron, and the fight for the rebound for Elam and Quinn. And it's going to go against Quinn. So it'll be Altamont basketball on the foul there by the Warriors. Or maybe they said it went over the backboard. I think they said it went over the backboard. Must have. They didn't play foul. So it'll be no foul there, and Altamont will have possession. They lead four to three. Hammer spins around up in the lane. No good. Coleman balance for the rebound. Off of Tuscola. So it'll stay right here with the Indians. And uh, so Hammer will be the one taking out on the baseline. And Hammer, we're going to get in and get to the yard house. The yard house fires a three in the corner. No good. And rebounded by Quinn. Horton gets it up quickly to James. And it's knocked away by Robinson. And thrown away into the hands of Coleman. The other way, Elam layup is no good. It rolled off the rim and rebounded by Sweetnam. Sweetnam looking in transition. Puts up the floater. Pass by Robinson again. And it's going to be into the hands of Hammer. So back-to-back clock for Robinson. He's going to shoot a three the other way. Yes! Three-quarter for Mason Robinson. And Altamont leads 7-3. to three. Crowd's going wild. Mason Robinson back, back-to-back clock. Then three-point shot. You're getting wild here at Alamont. And it's going to be Sweetham on the left side. And he's going to dribble inside and now back out to Boyd. Boyd, and it's going to be picked off by Robinson. Robinson up to Elam. Elam lets the twin go by. Up and under. Good. For Dylan Elam. And Coach Bogart wants the timeout. And it's 9-3, Alamont. On the layup by Elam. And it's a 9-3 lead for the Indians. And so we'll take a timeout as well. 451 to go. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening now to my Indians basketball here on Jack FM. Cold and flu season is here. Let our pharmacists at Kramer Pharmacy in Altamont and Teutopolis recommend over-the-counter meds to take care of your cold and cough symptoms. Need immune support? Check out our EZC vitamin packs to fight off illness and keep you healthy. If you haven't gotten your flu shot or COVID booster, we can take care of that for you too. We would like to thank everyone in the Altamont community for supporting Kramer Pharmacy every step of the way. From our team to yours, go Indians. 
Back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. 9-3, Altamont here with the leader in the early going. Now get over to a twin with the basketball, and Coach Bozar called that timeout with Altamont leading 9-3 here. Yeah, definitely wanted to uh, stop Altamont's momentum and maybe get his team settled down. Anthony almost uh, thrown away by Quinn and Leah. Our three-pointer is no good. And rebounded by Coleman. And Coleman will hand it off to Yari off the transition. He'll stop at top just inside the arc. No good. And rebounded by Boyd. And so Horton will get it across half court. He takes a deep three. No good. And rebounded by Robinson. I know that's your house. Yarhouse gives it off to Hamer. Back to Yarhouse. Back to Hamer. He thought about the three, but now just swing things over to Yarhouse. Now Elam up top. Elam dribbling inside. He goes all the way to the horse and under reverse layup. No good. And tipped around, and he goes over to Horton. That was a nice try on the reverse layup there by uh, Dylan Elam. Just couldn't get it to fall. And uh, so it'll be Horton with the basketball. And Horton has it on the right side. Gives it off to a twin here on the wing. And a win, it goes over to James. James back to a cut to Sweet Nam blocked by Coleman. And it's tracked down by Yarhouse. Now Robinson runs the other way over to Elam. Elam layup up and in. Two more points for Dylan Elam. He's got six. And it's 11 to 3, Altamont. He got it to work that time. As this defense by Altamont has been so much different here in this game rather than the first one. As it'll be Horton thought about the three. And it's going to be dropped in. It's going to be picked off. And it was blocked by Hammer into the hands of Elam. Now Robinson for three. And it's no good. Hammer tips it right in the hands of Quinn. And uh, so it'll be a Quinn getting across the timeline and getting over to Horton. Now Horton will have it dribbling in between the circles. And he'll get it off to Quinn. He has it here at the free throw line. Hand off to Horton. Horton dribbles inside, puts it up, and it's no good. But Josiah Horton will go to shoot free throws as he was fouled in the act of the shot there. Foul's going to be on number 21. Dill, Dill Needham, his first, team's first. And so it'll be Horton at the line for two. As Horton... Free throw is good. So that makes it 11 to 4. As it's been a little bit since Pascola uh, got on the scoreboard. And uh, Kata Miller will uh, check in. And uh, Coleman will take a seat. And uh, so will Elam as well. And Logan Cornett checks in for the first time for the Indians. Gordon's free throw in and out. No good. Tipped around and three bounded by Kata Miller. And uh, so he snatches it down as it's 11 to 4. 2.30 to go here in the opening quarter. And so it's going to be Hamer getting off to a Robinson. Robinson, no one around him. He'll choose the jumper. No good. And it's going to be a rebounded there by James. Yeah, Robinson thought, why not? Nobody was around. And it's going to go Horton. Horton dribbles. And he'll they'll swing it on the perimeter. Sweet. And blocks again by Robinson. Another block. He's got two or three tonight so far. And uh, so that'll be out of bounds. And I'll stay right here with Tuscola. Mason Robinson's third block of the night. It's a Robinson block party here. Yeah. There you go. And so, a rounding ovation for Mr. Eli Miller checking into the game for Kata Miller. There's a spark plug the other night. Yes, he was. See yes, he was. See what he does here on Horton. And they'll go over to Sweetnam. Sweetnam mid-range jumper is good. 
The two-point jumper there for Cam Sweetnam, and it's 11-6. And Hamer will get it over there to Eli. Eli has it here on the left side. Eli trying to do something a little bit. Now going over to Hamer. That looks like Pascola switched to a little three-piece zone here. Minute 40 to go in the first quarter. Over to Yarhouse. He's double-teamed. Swings things over to Hamer. Hamer now over to Eli. Eli fakes it one way. Goes to Yarhouse in the corner. Shot for three. It's good by Yarhouse. Three-pointer for Avery. And it makes it 14-6. to six. He's got five on the night. Sweetenham getting the ball over to James. James now back to Sweetenham. Sweetenham gets Cornette to fall down. And it's going to be a rainbow jumper. No good. And rebounded by Cornette. They fell down, but got the rebound anyways. Yarhouse, three again, lost! Three-pointer for Avery Yarhouse. Again, back-to-back threes for Avery. And that makes it 17 to 6. Under a minute to go here in the first quarter. It's going to be Horton getting over in the corner to James. James now drives. He stops and pops. Back iron, no good. Gets his own rebound. Blocked by Yarhouse. Now right in the hands of Horton. We got 40 seconds left in the quarter. Again, it's 17-6. Horton drives, puts up wild shot, no good. And rebounded by Robinson. Robinson outlet past the young house and is knocked away by Sweetnam. And so it's going to be out of bounds. And it's going to be uh, Altamont basketball. It's going to stay right here with the Indians. First substitution coming in for Tuscola. That's Jackson Barrett coming in for Sweetnam. Tatum Miller comes in. And Robinson and Hamer take a seat. And uh, I think it was Eli. Coming back in, or Zealum checking in. Eli's going to be the one taking it out underneath the basket. we got 30 seconds left in the corner. Eli gets it in to Elam. 17-6, Altamont with the first corner advantage. And Elam will hold on to the basketball. It looks like Altamont will just be content for the final shot. As Elam still holding the basketball here. we got 12 seconds left. He gets it over to Eli now in the yard house. Yard house. Double inside, spin around, puts up the jumper, and it rattles off the rim. No good. Rebounded by Quinn, but it's still going to be fought for, and Quinn gets it down. One second, up to James. James can't get it off. No good. And so that's going to do it for the first quarter. So after one quarter of play, it is Altamont 17, Tuscola 6. And we'll be back in one minute. And you're listening to Altamont Indian basketball and postseason basketball here on Jack FM. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. Cook what you want when you want it with a new Maytag range. Make crispy favorites using air fry. Delicious baked goods with the help of convection and tasty broiled vegetables and meats all right in the oven. Cleanup is easy with the included dishwasher safe air fryer basket and self-cleaning oven. Visit Rogers Home Appliance to see Maytag gas and electric ranges with the air fry feature. Rogers Home Appliances, located at 115 and North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. 
Welcome back here at Altamont Community High School after uh, one quarter of play is Altamont in the lead at 17 to 6 over Tuscola in the Class 1A Altamont Sectional Championship. Winner goes to Carbondale. And it's going to be a Tuscola starting off with a basketball. And that's going to be a Barrett with it. Getting over there to Horton into the corner. Eli on him. And Horton backs it out towards center circle. Goes in between the circles. Now back over to a Barrett. Barrett spins around, picks up his dribble. And they get over there in the corner, almost stolen away. And there's going to be a jump shot. No good. Fight for the rebound. It's going to go over to Cornette. And Yarhouse for three. No good. And it's going to be tipped out by Eli into the hands of Elam. Now Robinson up top. He spins around. He's trying to work. And he puts up the jumper. No good. Left it short. And it's going to be rebounded there by James. That's Colton Musgrave moves into the game for Tuscola. As I lost my number 10 momentarily on the page. And it'll be Horton with it. And he'll get a screen on by Quinn. And now they'll get over to Musgrave. Now they'll swing things back over to James. James trying to dump it down low. It's a bit of a long pass and picked off by Elam. And it's going to be Elam getting over to Eli. Eli gets in the paint. Layup is no good and rebounded by James. That's a nice shot there by Eli Miller. Just to drive the lane, but the shot was just off to the side a little bit. And it'll be Tuscola with the ball here on the right side. Horton going up against Eli. 6.25 to go here in the second. And nobody scored yet in the second quarter. As Horton has it at the top of the key. Goes on the right side, picked up his dribble, trying to hit Quinn in the post again. And then there's going to be a foul this time before a shot. So it'll just be out of bounds here for Tuscola. Travel number 14, Eli Miller, his first team second. So Eli gets a nice round of applause, and he'll come out of the game, and Hammer will return. And so it'll be a baseline inbound for Tuscola underneath the basket. And uh, still can't get it in. It finally gets it in to Musgrave. Now we get over in the corner to Quinn. Quinn now trying to get free. Puts up the shot. No good. His follow is good, though. Up and in for Jordan Quinn. He got his fifth point, and it's 17-8. to 5.55 to go here in the second quarter. That's going to be Elam dribbling it here on the volleyball line. Now Eli, or Elam drives, and it's going to be knocked away by Tuscola, and it's going to be out of bounds. It stays right here with Altamont. So it'll just be out of bounds here on the baseline. 541 to go. And there's a discussion now as one official comes in and says, nope, it's wrong. The other way, it should be Tuscola ball. And that's what they're going to say it is. So it's Tuscola with the basketball. They're going to say it was off of Altamont, so the officials got together and agreed that it's going the other way. Of course, the Altamont fans and Coach Stevens do not like that call, but we play on. And so it's going to be Barrett getting over there to Musgrave. Now over to Horton. Horton dribbling around and trying to cross over Hamer. Now they get it over to Barrett. Now Musgrave. They'll try to work against Robinson and they're trying to hit Quinn again, but it's going to be knocked away by Altamont, and it stays right here with the Warriors. Wyatt Phillips coming in for the first time, and Avery Arhouse will take a seat. 
And so they'll get it in to Horton. Horton now will have it in the corner. And Horton gives it out to a Quinn. A Quinn pump fakes the three, goes inside, spin around, puts up the shot, and it rattles in. Good. Take a couple bounces and through. So Jordan Quinn gets his seventh point. It's 17 to 10. As a man falls down for Tuscola, Elam gives it over there to a Robinson. As Musgrave took a fall there. Now they get it over to Hammer. Hammer drives. He has it at the volleyball line trying for that backdoor cut, but it was cut off. Now to Elam at the top of the key. Elam looking to work against Musgrave. He goes up, under, and it's through for Dylan Elam. And he's got eight points for Elam, and it's 19-10. to 10. First two points in the second quarter for Alvin 4.20 to go here in the second quarter. Eight or nine-point lead for the Indians. As Horton will have the ball on the right wing, and they'll go over there into the corner, and they're going to say uh, that there's a foul. Uh, that he might have been out of bounds, but instead they're going to get a foul on uh, Phillips, it looks like. Yeah, the foul on Wyatt Phillips is first. He's third. Yeah, I thought he might be wiping out bounds there, too, Travis. That they call the foul. So Coleman comes in, and Elam will uh, take a seat, and uh, I believe uh, Robinson will come back in. 4 12 to go, and uh, it's going to be inbounded there to Sweetenham. Sweetenham hands off to Horton. Coming up on four minutes to go here in a second. And Horton has it here at the volleyball line. Horton is trying to go by his man, and uh, there's going to be a handoff to a Boyd. Boyd has it here, uh, not where he needs to be. He tries to go inside against Coleman. Now back out to Quinn. And Quinn lost it, and he's going to have to track it down to the backcourt for a backcourt violation. So it's going to be a turnover to Altima. I got that down. Uh, the Stoles fourth turnover of the night. And so uh, Robinson will get it in and get it in to Hammer. 345 to go. As the Robinson will have it in between the circles, gives it over to Phillips. Phillips now over to Hamer. Hamer, get over to Yarhouse here on the left side. Yarhouse gets a screen up by Robinson. And now Yarhouse goes over in the corner to Phillips. Phillips back out to Hamer. Hamer now to Yarhouse. He takes one way, goes the other. Now over to Robinson. Robinson takes the corner, goes inside to Coleman. Coleman puts up the hook shot off the glass. No, and it's going to be ripped away by Musgrave. Sweetenham running the other way on the wing, and now he'll back it back out. Almost had his heel on the line there. Back over the corner to Quinn. Shot for three. It's good for Jalen Quinn, or Jordan Quinn. He's got 10, and it's 19 to 13. Tuscola starting to come back here. Yeah, here comes Tuscola. Hammers wide open. Layup. He's good. Panic. Top of basket. And the foul for Jared Hammer. And he'll go to the line for the old-fashioned three-point play. Number 55, Chris Boyd. That's his second. Team second. So Hamer was hit, and he's going to go to the line for the end one opportunity. And it's off a second foul on Boyd, so that's a big foul for them. Yes, it is. As he's a man in the middle, usually. And so Parker James will come back in, and Boyd will take a seat. Coleman will check out, and Tatum Miller will check back in. 21 to 13 on the two-pointer for Hamer, and he'll get a shot at another with 2.51 to go here in the second. And Hamer will 
missed the free throw and rebounded by Jordan Quinn. Now Horton will get it across the timeline and picked up by Eli. Now with 2.40 to go, Sweetnam is over to Quinn, and Quinn and now underneath to James. James puts it up. It's no good, and rebounded by Eli Miller. Eli looking to drive, and now he'll hand off to Yarhouse. Yarhouse a little head fake, and he'll give it over to Robinson. Robinson and coming up on 2.25 to go. Robinson now backs it away and runs a play. He has that at the top of the key. Now he's trying to back down James. Robinson goes, and he gets out to Eli. He fakes, and he fakes a jumper. No good. And it's rebounded by Musgrave. Now over to Horton. And across the timeline. Coming up on two minutes to go. Now they get over to Quinn. And Quinn gets away with a travel. And it's going to be picked off by Yarhouse. Robinson up to Eli. Eli puts it up. It's good for Eli Miller. First bucket. And it's 23-13. to 10-point lead for Altamont. Biggest lead of the night so far. A minute 40 to go here in the first half. As Horton blows by, and now he dumps it off to Quinn. And Quinn almost lost it, and he goes to throw it out of bounds on another turnover. Back to the Indians. So Altamont will take over with a minute 30 to go. And Coach Bozak wants another timeout. So Tuscola trailing by 10 here with a minute 30 to go here. In the first half, and Leo will take a 30-second timeout as well. You're listening to postseason basketball here on Jack FM. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Painter, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrison, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Altamont Community High School, minute 30. And Altamont has a 10-point lead, a 23-13. to 13. And the Warriors called a timeout there to try to talk about something before the half runs out. As they have played better here in the second quarter, but kind of getting away from them here towards the end of it. Yeah, they definitely have played uh, played played well here in the second quarter. Has so full. They've outscored Altamont 7-6 so far in this quarter, but... Yeah, it is starting to get get away from here a little bit. Alvin wants to come back and uh, travel back into it, and things are going their way. So Robinson then gets it across the timeline, and Elam is back into the game. And it's going to be uh, swinging things over to Eli. Eli has it here at the volleyball line. He steps in. He's going to take a three-pointer. No good. But Kata Miller is up faded with a follow by Kata Miller. And his first two points is 25-13. to 13. It's going to be Sweetnam. They're on the right side under a minute to go here in the first half. Sweetnam picks up his dribble, gives off to a Quinn. Here comes the double team back out to Sweetnam over to James. James fires the three. It's off and rebounded by Robinson. Robinson up to Eli, but it was going to be picked off by Horton right into the hands of Sweetnam. And it's going to be a Sweetnam getting across the timeline. 35 seconds left. Now they're going to go over to Horton. 
first. Now blows by, and he was cut off there by Robertson. Now back up top to Quinn. Quinn now will drive, and he'll put up a turnaround jumper. It's no good. Rebounded by Eli Miller. Here comes Altamont as Elam has it. And over to Robertson. Fires a three. No good, and it's going to be tipped around, and it's going to be rebounded by Quinn, but taken away by Elam. Elam hands off to Kata Miller. Way up, good for Kata Miller. His second bucket. And it's going to be 27 to 13, and that's going to do it. That'll do it for the first half. As time will run out on Tuscola, that shot will not count as they made the three. So after one half of play, it is Altamont in the lead here on the sectional championship, 27 to 13. And we'll be back here at halftime, and we'll take a look here at the stats, and we'll try to track down the score or two from around the area. We'll try to check in on that Gatlin County. Uh, sectional championship, and we'll try to check in on the Newton sectional championship as well. Again, it's Altamont in the lead, a 27-13, and we'll be back. You're listening to Altamont Indians basketball here on Jack FM. George! George! What's wrong, George? The Mountain Dew, Marjorie. It's... Marjorie, it's gone. It's gone, I tell you! Oh, George! Wait, Marjorie, what's that? There! Why, that's a most delicious Mountain Dew Zero, George. Oh, Marjorie. Oh, Marjorie, I feel alive again. Oh, George. This winter, make sure you're well-stocked with delicious Mountain Dew and Mountain Dew Zero. Wash the way you want with a washer that lets you customize any load. Visit Rogers Home Appliances in Altamont, Neffingham. See a Whirlpool top load washer with the industry's first two-in-one removable agitator. With this washer, you have two ways to wash. Simply swap the agitator post in or out to care for clothes your way. Check out Rogers Home Appliances located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Painter, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrison, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. Cold and flu season is here. Let our pharmacists at Kramer Pharmacy in Altamont and Teutopolis recommend over-the-counter meds to take care of your cold and cough symptoms. Need immune support? Check out our EZC vitamin packs to fight off illness and keep you healthy. If you haven't gotten your flu shot or COVID booster, we can take care of that for you too. We would like to thank everyone in the Altamont community for supporting Kramer Pharmacy every step of the way. From our team to yours, go Indians. George! George! What's wrong, George? The Mountain Dew, Marjorie. It's... Marjorie, it's gone. It's gone, I tell you. Oh, George. Wait, Marjorie. What's that? There. Why, that's a most delicious Mountain Dew Zero, George. Oh, Marjorie. Oh, Marjorie, I feel alive again. Oh, George. This winter, make sure you're well-stocked with delicious Mountain Dew and Mountain Dew Zero. It's not just furniture, it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. 
Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. You shouldn't let financial concerns spoil your retirement, and you shouldn't have to worry about what you'll leave for your family after you're gone. If you set up a tax-free inheritance for your loved ones with single premium whole life insurance, you can drop your worries and enjoy your retirement. Contact your local Pekin Insurance agent to request a single premium whole life quote. And in Effingham, call Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. George! George! What's wrong, George? The Mountain Dew, Marjorie. It's... Marjorie, it's gone. It's gone, I tell you! Oh, George! Wait, Marjorie... What's that? There! Why, that's a most delicious Mountain Dew Zero, George! Oh, Marjorie! Oh, Marjorie, I feel alive again! Oh, George! This winter, make sure you're well-stocked with delicious Mountain Dew and Mountain Dew Zero. Welcome into the Halftime Report for Altamont Indians Basketball. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Payne, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrison, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. Welcome into the Halftime Report for Altamont Indians Basketball. Welcome back to Altamont Community High School here. As it is Altamont in the lead at 27-13. And here at halftime of the sectional championship as Altamont has been playing great there in this first half with some defense and uh, their offense is working pretty good here as well as they have the lead to completely different story like we figured it would be uh, since uh, three weeks ago when the Tuscola came in here and just shot the lights out. And a uh, completely different story uh, here tonight with Alcott's defensive effort there in that first half. It was like a block party there, and uh, it was just blocking shots left and right. Robinson was doing it, Coleman was doing it, and house got in on the action as well, and Alcott. Uh, playing pretty good ball here in the first half. Yeah, they are. They are playing pretty good ball here in the first half. Uh, early on that second quarter, Tuscola started to come back a little bit, but then Altamont uh, was able to 
able to shut that down. But yeah, it's definitely uh, unlike the uh, the first game where Tuscola just shot, shot the lights out of the place. They're, uh, they're having not, not having the same luck as they were the, the first game. And uh, yeah, Alamont defensively, they're just they're doing a fantastic job. And uh, I got uh, Mason Robinson down for three blocks, Navy Arnold for one, and Eric Coleman for one. So five blocks between three players. That's a, definitely a great, great defensive effort. So let's go ahead and take a look at some uh, stats here. Uh, first of all, for Tuscola, Cam Sweetnam, he's one for one from the field and open two from the three point range. Uh, two points, Josiah Horton open one from the field and open one from the three-point range, but he's one for two from the free throw line, so he's got one point. Colton Musgrave is open one from the field. Yeah, Parker James over three from the field. It, excuse me, open two from three-point range. Jordan Quinn, two for four from the field and two for three from the three-point line with uh, ten, ten points. Excuse me, for a total of 13 points as a team. Uh, from the field, 3% for Tuscola, 2 for 8 from three-point range for 25%, and 1 for 2 from the free-throw line. For the Avalon Indians, Jared Hammer is 1 for 2 from the field with uh, 2 points. Eli Miller is 1 for 3 from the field and 0 for 1 from three-point range with 2 points. Dylan Elam, 3 for 5 from the field and 0 for 1 from three-point range and 2 for 2 from the free-throw line with 8 points. Avery Yarhouse, 1 for 3 from the field. One for three from the field and two for four from three point range with eight points as well. Mason Robinson open two from the field, one for three from three point range with three points. And Eric Coleman, he's open one from the field. But Caden Miller is two for two from the field with, uh, with four points. As a team, I'll watch him eight, eight of 18 from the field for 44%, three for seven. Uh, excuse me, three for, three for nine from the uh, behind the arc and two for two. From three-point line, so um, not great shooting numbers, but you know, I'm sure, coach with the lead up uh, 14 points right now. Half will definitely take those numbers. So uh, as long as Alabama keeps playing the way they're playing, Travis, I think Tristan uh, Carverdale might be in their future, but let's not put the cart yeah. before the horde, I guess, and see how the second half goes. Exactly. Whatever. Uh, statement that you want to make, uh, don't put the cart before the horse, or chicken before the egg. Or uh, whatever I think they want to use. They still got one more half to play. As I do have a score update I'm from the Gallon County uh, sectional championship, the winner of this game will take on the winner of that one. As Weber leads by eight over uh, Mount Meridian, 38-30 at the half. And I have an update from the Newton sectional championship. As it's Lawrenceville currently winning over Tatopolis at the half, 30-24 there. So uh, again, man. Winner goes to Carbondale to face the winner of that Gatlin County super exceptional winner. And if Altamont is there, so will we. As Altamont will start off with the basketball, they'll be going left or right on your radio dial here to start this half. And immediately there's going to be a turnover and a travel by Dylan Elam. So it'll be a Tuscola basketball to start the second half. Well, that's not the way you want to start off the half, but uh, that's uh, Chris Boyd. That's his first two points of the game. As uh, it's going to be Hammer handing off to a Yarhouse. Yarhouse looking to drive, and he stops and gives it back off to a Robinson. Robinson fakes, and he's free. Layup is good for Mason Robinson. And uh, Mason has five now as it's 29 to 15. First points for Altamont here in the half. Good to see Mason Robinson going here a little bit. 
That's Horton. Pins around in the lane, puts it up, and it's going to be no good, but he's going to go to the free throw line as he was reached in upon, and so Josiah Horton will go to the line for two. Second trip to the line for him. It was one for two earlier. Also, fairly clean game in that first half. I mean, Boyd, he has a couple of fouls, but that was the only two fouls for Tuscola. Right, that foul there goes on Eric Coleman. Uh, his first, that was my first of the half. Very good. There by Horton on the first attempt, but he'll get another. Yeah, Altamont only had three fouls there in the, in the first half, and uh, Chris Boyd and Tuscola only had two. So, yeah, yeah, like you said, fairly clean so far. That'll be Horton at the line for his second attempt. And Horton puts it up, and it's going to be good. One for two there for Horton. He's got two points, and it's 29-16. Uh, it's going to be Hammer getting across the timeline. Uh, he's another over to Elam. Now to Yarhouse. Yarhouse fires a free. It's no good. And the rebound, Coleman tips it out, and it's going to go to the hands of Boyd. And it'll be uh, Horton getting across the timeline, and Horton. Dribbles it around now, back to back out towards the volleyball line. Now James, or Sweetnam, dumps it down low to Boyd, and Boyd's going to get a call for the travel. So Tuscola will turn it back over to Altamont. Tuscola's first turnover of the half. And I say it'll be Indians with the ball, leading 29 and 16, and 6.15 to go here in the third. As Hamer getting across the timeline. And he has it. Gets off to Robinson. Robinson fires a three. No good. And it's going to be rebounded by James. Gets it over there to Sweetnam. Gets a screen by Boyd. And a Sweetnam jumper. No good. Battle for the rebound. Goes to Robinson. Robinson up to Yarhouse. Yarhouse for three. No good. And Elam comes crashing in for the board. So Altamont will reset. Get an extra possession. Nice hey, rebound there by Elam. Elam drives. And now he'll stop and pick up his dribble. Back door cut to Hammer. Hammer. Jared Hammer, the hammer, putting it down. And could have got for the end one, two, but it's 31-16. Horton fires the answer to the three, and he does. So Josiah Horton, three-pointer. And uh, now it's 31-19. Horton's got five points on the night, four in the second half. So it's going to be Robinson having it on the right wing, and now he crosses over, and he stops and hands off to Coleman. Coleman can't do anything with it, and there's going to be a foul on Tuscola. And so it'll just be an out-of-bounds play here for Altamont. That was on Josiah Horton, his first, Tuscola's first of the half. And they get it in the two of Robinson. Five minutes to go. Yarhouse straight on three. Oh, good in and out. And it's going to be rebounded by uh, James there. Up to Quinn. He'll fire a three. Yes. Three-pointer for Jordan Quinn. And it's 31-22. Robinson in the other way. He picks it up, and he's going to have a jump ball. It's a jump ball. So, uh, as he was tied up there with Horton and Quinn, but instead, uh, it's going to be a jump ball. So, an alternate possession here, I'll give it to Tuscola. Not sure about that either, but uh, we play on. So, now the crowd will rise to its feet again here as they out uh, Altamont team needs a spark. Boyd for three. Yes! Three-pointer for Chris Boyd. And it's 31-25. Now Tuscola on a run. Getting back in it. And now Coach Sieberge calls a timeout. He takes a 30-second timeout. Four of 31 to go. 
here into the third. It's 31 to 25. Tuscola on a run and getting back into it here. And uh, so uh, we will take a break as well. As 4.31 to go, 30 seconds, and it's 31 to 25. Tuscola trailing now. And so we'll be back in 30. You're listening to Indians basketball, Jack FM. Okay, I guess we'll just keep it right here then. Uh, it's a uh, 4.31 to go here in the third. 31 to uh, 25. And Altamont, Coach Newberry called that timeout there as Tuscola has uh, come with a run, and now all of a sudden they're back in it. Yeah, they are. They are a couple of The stage is up excited. The crowd's excited here on Tuscola's side. A couple big threes there by, by Quinn and the big fellow Chris Boyd, and uh, they're only down by six. And so Elam will have it, and he gets it over there to Robinson. Robinson and now goes over to Coleman. Coleman now with the ball, and he'll hand off to Elam. Elam has it here on the right side, coming up on 410 to go. And Elam will drive, and it's going to be a knock on the floor, and it's going to be a jump ball, jump ball, and it's going to be in the possession arrow of Altamont. It should be Altamont. It'll stay right here with the Indians. So, it'll be uh, Altamont retaining possession of the ball. 4.09 to go. All of a sudden, it's tightened up a little bit. 31 to 25. Got more perspiration on the floor. We dealt with this on Tuesday night, Travis. Yep. This is the first time we've really had to deal with this tonight so far. Yep, and we'll wipe it up, and we're going to be back to live action here. And when they get it back to live play, it'll be uh, Altamont taking it out underneath the basket, just to the right of it, in front of the stage there. As it'll be Elam getting in into the yard house. Now Robinson, mid-range jumper, no good. Off and rebounded by Boyd. Here comes Tuscola. Horton running the other way over to Sweetname in the corner for three. Oh, my goodness. Three for Sweetname. It's 31-28. Now Tuscola trails by three. As they'll get it over to Elam. Elam. Hands off to Robinson. Robinson now in the corner. And Robinson now will back it back out. As Tuscola's side gets into it now with 3.30 to go here in the third. And it's going to be uh, uh, Robinson with the ball. Pokes it away. And there's going to be a foul on Tuscola. It's a common foul on the Warriors. So Alphon will just take it out. And Kata Miller will come in. And uh, Coleman will take a seat. Foul on number 15, Parker James is first. The full second of the half. And Eli Miller will come out as well. So Robinson will be the one to take him out. They're on the sidelines again. Pascola only trailing here at 31 to 28. Three point lead for the Indians. They find Yarhouse in the right corner. Now over to Robinson. Try to dump it down low to Miller, but it was knocked away. But it's right back into the hands of Robinson. Robinson gets it over to Elam. Elam now taking it off to a coordinate, and Elam trying to work, and he gives off to Kata Miller, through so traffic, and he's going to cause a trouble for well, Kata Miller, so Tuscola will get the ball back, and uh, they are in the precipice of tying up this game. Yes, they are. They can tie up this possession. They're definitely in control of the driver's seat right now, 
And I said three minutes to go. There's going to be an offensive foul. Moving screen on Tuscola. And it's going to be Altamont with the ball. Foul number 55, Chris Boyd. Why is that important? Well, that's his third foul. And he's Tuscola's third of the half. Yeah, he's in foul trouble. So Tuscola gets on their feet. Altamont will respond as well. And uh, so Elam will have the basketball. And he'll dribble inside. Puts up the runner. No good. Rebounded by Sweetham. Tuscola looking to run with it now. Horton with it as Horton now gets it back out. Picked up by Cornette. Horton dribbling around here at the volleyball line. 2.35 to go in the third. Now to Quinn for three and the tie. No good. One rebound goes out to Horton. So Tuscola will reset. Horton drives. Puts it up. Nope. They'll hand off to a boy. The boy is going to get called. They're going to call a foul on Altamont actually. So it'll just be a common foul, and Tuscola will take it out on the baseline here. That was number 52, Caden Miller, his first team second and a half. And so Jared Hamer will come back in, and Elam will take a seat. 2.25 to go. It's still a tight game, 31-28. As Tuscola getting back in it here with a nice run here in the third. Sweetenham. It's going to be a lot to James. James puts it up, and good. And now Tuscola drills by one. 31 30. 17 to 4 runs for Tuscola. Wow. As it's going to be a hammer, almost, I thought they were going to call an offensive foul. I thought but, so uh, it's going to be a, a blocking foul on Tuscola, so it'll just be a, a, a foul on the Warriors. Foul number three, uh, Tuscola, his first Tuscola's fourth. Robinson will get it in at two point net. Get it back to Robinson. Coming up on two minutes to go. Here in the third. It's a one-point game. Altamont leading 31-30. Now they go over to Yarhouse. Yarhouse has that at the top of the key. Now over to Hamer. Hamer in the corner. Now gives it off to Yarhouse. Yarhouse looks to go inside, but he's just going to dribble it. Now he's at the volleyball line, or free throw line. Now gives it out to Hamer. Hamer drives. Almost had it knocked away. That gives it over to Yarhouse. Yarhouse now to Robinson. Robinson, he drives. That's going to be knocked away by Sweetenham and picked off by Quinn. And Tuscola can take the lead here. Horton gets off to Quinn with the fake. He goes down low to Boyd, and there's going to be a foul. A foul on Altamont. As they were trying to reach in on Boyd, and everyone came crashing in on Quinn, and he dumped it off to Boyd, and instead, it's going to be a foul on Altamont. Foul number 32, Logan Cornette. They're going to say it was in the act of shooting. They're going to give him two free throws. I don't, He's like, I don't know about that. I don't know about that either. <laughs> so it's going to be Boyd at the line, and we are tied. 31-31. Minute 29 to go in the third. Tuscola come all the way back here, and it's going to be James taking a seat, and it's going to be uh, Musler returning. Boyd for the lead, yes! Two for two there for Boyd, and it's Tuscola in the lead, 32-31. A minute 26 left to go. And now Tuscola's side is into it. Now Robinson has that at the top of the key. He directs some traffic, gives it over to Hamer. Hamer now holds on to the ball, and a sweet name coming out to a guard him, almost knocked away. Hamer with it up top to Robinson. Robinson over to Cornette. Barnett down low to Kata Miller. It's going to be out of bounds. Turnover to Tuscola. 
And it'll be a, a fall to the Warriors with a minute two left to go. Alamo only had one turnover in the first half so far. The second half they have four. Yeah, starting to pop up the basketball, kind of looking like the first half of the game against Casey. Yeah. And the Tuscola doing the same thing that they did to Casey. Jaden Miller will take a seat, and Coleman comes back in. We're under a minute to go here in the third. Tuscola now has the lead, 32-31. They're looking for more. They close out the third quarter strong. Horton with it. Gives off to Quinn. Now back to Horton. Horton dribbling. and gives it back off to Boyd. Boyd fires from the wing. Three, no good. Rebounded by Yardhouse. Yardhouse looking to run. Gets it across the timeline. Hands off to Cornette. Cornette dribbling. He goes all the way to the rim. Layup short. Come with the ball. Blocked from behind. And it's going to be into the hands of Quinn. Horton up top to Musgrave. 30 seconds left in the corner. It's going to be a Musgrave picking it up. Now getting over to Horton. 20 seconds left. And Horton straight out. Three-pointer. Back iron. No. Rebounded by Robinson. Up to Hammer. 12 seconds left. Hammer spinning around. And he had it knocked away. And he's looking for someone to pass to. And he finds your house. He's through. And oh. back iron. No. Cornell fighting for the rebound of the hands of Robinson. Cuts it up. And there's a foul. There's a foul on Tuscola. Shooting foul on Robinson with no time remaining in the third quarter. Robinson just chucked it up there as time was winding down on the follow on the rebound. And so Mason Robinson will go to the line here with no time left for two shots. Robinson 23 for Tuscola Jordan Quinn. And Robinson's free throw is going to be good. So we're tied again. 32-32. Again, no time left on that clock. And uh, so uh, Robinson at the line for the lead for Altamont. To close out the corner, you got it. Robinson makes it, and Altamont has the lead of 33-32. And we'll be back in one minute for the fourth quarter. We're in for a good one here in the sectional championship, just like we thought it would. And Tuscola with a nice run, getting back into it. And so we'll be back in one minute. You're listening to Indians Basketball on Jack FM. You can't see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the universal life policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for universal life insurance at PekinInsurance.com. And in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637, and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Cold and flu season is here. Let our pharmacists at Kramer Pharmacy in Altamont and Teutopolis recommend over-the-counter meds to take care of your cold and cough symptoms. Need immune support? Check out our EZC vitamin packs to fight off illness and keep you healthy. If you haven't gotten your flu shot or COVID booster, we can take care of that for you too. We would like to thank everyone in the Altamont community for supporting Kramer Pharmacy every step of the way. From our team to yours, go Indians! This is Altamont High School Basketball on 100.5, 105.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Altamont Community High School. As the start of the fourth quarter, Altamont leads here 33-32. As Tuscola back in it, Quinn layup good. And where Tuscola takes the lead. 34-33. 
quickly. Hamer giving off to Elam. Elam will drive. It was cut off. Now back over to Yarhouse. Yarhouse swings it up top to Hamer. Now over to Robinson. Down low to Coleman. Coleman with a double team. Got a pass out of it. Now finds Hamer for three. No good. And it's going to be rebounded by Quinn. Gordon gets it across the timeline. And Horton has it in the corner. He drives baseline. This is off to Boyd. Boyd lost it. And it's going to be out of bounds. And it goes off to Coleman, but actually Tuscola. They're going to say it was off of Tuscola. They're going to give it to Altamont, but another official is going to come in. And I do think it's off Boyd. And, uh, or off of Coleman. So it will be Tuscola basketball. That's uh, what I thought was off Coleman's foot as well. That is the right call. I guess the right call. I know Alamont fans don't like it, but I think that's the right call. Yeah, so it'll be a with the basketball. And it's going to be Sweetenham. He was free for three, but it was closed out strongly by Yarhouse. Now Horton has it. They're on the right side. Deep three for Horton. Yes! Oh, my goodness. From the parking lot, Sweetenham. Or Horton, excuse me. As it's 37-33. As Robinson drives, and they're going to call a foul on Tuscola. And the only one out there was Boyd, so it could be another one on him. Yep. There's Chris Boyd, his fourth, Tuscola six and a half. So. I do want to mention there, Travis, in the third quarter, Tuscola outscored out to 19 to 5. Wow. And Tuscola. Right back into it. Now leading by four, 37-33, 6.45 to go. Yarhouse gets it over to Elam. Elam at the top of the key. Hands off to Robinson. Robinson now, and it's going to be picked off by Musgrave. And Musgrave is fired up over here with that steal. He finally gets back on offense. And Horton has the ball at the volleyball line, and there's going to be a violation. A violation on Tuscola. I don't know if he carried the ball or they're going to call a foul. I think they called a foul on Quinn. Yeah, foul on Jordan Quinn. Not sure what he did there. I'm not sure either. I, I didn't really, I didn't really maybe see what happened. Or, or something. Yeah. But either way, it's going to be his second foul. And that's a 17 foul, so Altamont will be in the bonus next time now. Robinson gets a screen from Elam. Stops and gives it back over to Elam. Elam has it here on the right wing. Gives up the top of the key to Robinson. Now over to Yarhouse. Yarhouse, free throw line jumper, no good. Battle for the ball goes to Quinn. Now Musgrave gets it across the timeline. Now to Quinn, and Quinn hesitates. Now over to Musgrave. Shot for threes, wide open, no good. Rebounded by James. Now Sweetenham with a little head fake. And he drives, and now he'll just back it back out. Crosscourt pass was picked off by Robinson. Robinson looking to run with it. And he goes all the way, and he spins around. Jumper again for Robinson. And out of my trail by two. Nice job, Robinson Robinson stealing the bucket. He's got nine points. Horton trying to get it across the timeline, and they're going to call a foul on Eli Miller. Yes, they are. That's his second. Team score. And uh, so Tessolo will keep the basketball, and a couple more fouls to give for Altamont before Tessolo in the bonus. Altamont already in the bonus. So it'll be... Uh, James with it. Now top two sweet name over to Quinn on the left side. Wow, picked off by Eli Miller. Steal for Eli. In transition. Gives it off to your house. He fakes. And now he's double teamed and there's going to be a foul on Tuscola. 
go. Avery Earhouse will go to the line. He was trying to tie it up here, but it's going to be one and one free throws. Fouls on Cam Sudam, his second team's eighth. So Yarhouse will go to the line, shooting one and one, trailing by two. Yarhouse with 5.20 to go in the game. Sectional championship. Spot at Carbondale on the line. Yarhouse. Free throw good. Got it. Now off my trails by one. Avery's got nine. And it's a one-point game again, 37-36. Altamont trailing here. Avery looking for the tie, and he's got it. Big free throws there for Avery and his first two points since the first or the first half. And he'll take a seat, and Cornette will come back in. So we're tied, 37-37. to 5-18 to go here in the game. Sectional championship. Gordon gets it across the timeline, guarded by Eli. He picked it up, gets away with a carrier of travel, but he gives it Horton. Horton, yeah. Yeah, with it at the bar by line. He drives, shoots it up, and it's going to be an offensive foul. Or no, one official says offensive foul, and the other one over there said it was a blocking foul. And it's going to be a blocking foul. Blocking foul on Eli Miller, his third. The baseline official put his hand behind his head like it was a, a charge. And the uh, sideline official there said it was a blocking foul. So the official that, I guess, had the better angle of it, I guess you'd say, on the sidelines there, wins out, and Horton's going to be at the line for two. Yeah, and Eli Miller's in Chapalco with three. And so Horton at the line, free throw is good. And so it's 38-37, Tuscola back in the lead. Cornette will take a seat, and Yarhouse will come in. And so, Horton will have an at free throw line. It's up, and it's good. And now, Tuscola out in front by two. 39-37, five minutes to go. Elam hands off to Robinson. Robinson and now gives off to Elam. Elam. Top of the key, spinning around. Eli was free. Elam was free for a minute. Now Robinson hops step in the lane. He's tripped for Pete. Puts it up anyways. No good. Rattled out. And rebounded by Quinn. Coming up on 4.40 to go. Warriors lead by two here. Horton trying to cross over Eli. And Horton has it here near the half-court strike. Now gets a screen there by Musgrave. They fight through it, and it's going to be a block by Elam. Into the hands of Yarhouse. Now it's to Eli, Eli, way up, it's oh. no good, can't get it to fall, and rebounded by James. Wow. Such a good look there for Eli it Miller. It was. But it goes, rolls off. Four minutes to go, Warriors still. They are up by one, it's picked up by Robinson, another steal. And there's going to be a reach-in foul on Quinn, trying to cut off the fast break. So Robinson will go to the line up. For one and one. That's the third foul. Jalen Quinn, or excuse me, Jordan Quinn. The foul is ninth. And so Robinson will go to the line with an opportunity to tie the game. And Elam will take a seat, and Sub will come in. And uh, Coach Bozarth wants a timeout, I believe, for Tuscola. 
And uh, so we'll step away for 30 seconds as Robinson at the line for one and one. Altamont trails by two here, 401 to go in the fourth. So we'll be back in uh, 30 seconds. You're listening to Indians basketball here on Jack FN. You might watch your bottom line shrink if you don't account for burglaries, on-site accidents, and other unpredictable misfortunes at your business. Pekin Insurance offers comprehensive business coverage that lets you focus on what's important, employees, profits, and peace of mind. Ask your local Pekin Insurance agent about commercial insurance products or learn more at PekinInsurance.com. In Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. We're back to more Altamont Indians basketball on 100.5 and 105.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here at Altamont Community High School Altamont Sectional Championship. Winner goes to the Super Sectional in Carbondale. They got the winner of the Gatlin County Sectional Championship. And right now, Tuscola has the two-point advantage. And Robinson's at the line for one and one, so he could potentially tie it. And so Robinson... At the free throw line, is good. So he'll get the second free throw. And now Mason's in the double figures. He's got 10, and it's 38-39. Altamont just trails by one here. So Robinson's second free throw will be up on the way, and it is to the left. And rebounded there by Elam. Elam thought about going back up with it, but instead he goes and finds Robinson. Robinson puts it up. It's now no good. Can't get the bunny to go again. And they're going to call a foul on Altamont, trying to reach in for that rebound. 2023, Mason Robinson, his first team six. So he missed the shot, and then he tried to get his own rebound back, and he gets called for the reach. So it's going to be Sweetnam getting across the timeline, 345 to go. Now gives up top in between the circles to Horton. And Horton gives it over to James here on the left side. Now it's going to be picked off, picked off by Hammer. He falls down but keeps the dribble. And now gives it over to Elam. Elam, Robinson for two. Yes! Mason Robinson and Altamont leads 31-39. And now Altamont rises to their feet. It's loud. And now Horton with the basketball. He has up the volleyball line. Getting over there to James. James now drives, and he picks it up. Double! Turnover to Altamont as Parker James picks it up and traveled with it. And so it'll be a turnover back to Altamont. I got that down in the goal six, turnover of the half. 13th of the game. Eli Miller will come in for the Indians, and Musgrave also returns for the Warriors. As James takes the seat, so Hammer will walk it across the timeline. Altamont has the two-point edge with three minutes to go. Gives it over to Robinson on the right side. Robinson drives by Quinn and now gives it off to Elam. Now over to Yarhouse with 2.50 to go. Yarhouse trying to blow by Horton, and Yarhouse puts it up. Oh, I thought I counted the basket, but instead it'll just be free throws for Avery Yarhouse. Two of them coming up. Number five, Josiah Horton, his second, team's 10. So 2.47 to go. Avery will go to the line. 
Avery will go to line here for two. Garoff puts it up, and it's no so good. Can't make the free throw. And so, Garoff will get another, though. As Altamont just leads here by two. And Yarhouse at the line for a second attempt. Second one's up, and it's good. So one for two there for Yarhouse. It's a three-point lead for Altamont. 2.45 to go. As it's going to be Sweet Dam getting it across the timeline. Gets a screen there by Horton. Now gives it over to Quinn. Quinn now gives it over to Horton. And uh, there's going to be a, well, there was an inverted whistle or someone whistle kind of made everyone stop play. And so they thought there wasn't a whistle, so everyone just kind of stopped. Yeah, I, I thought I thought I heard a whistle as well, Travis. So Eli, Eli, Horton, they all stopped. And uh, so I don't know if it was a fan whistling, but either way, everyone just kind of stopped for a second. And there was no whistle. So I think I think he, the guy down there in the row, front row was just using his two fingers to whistle and everyone just kinda of stopped there for a moment with the right. kind of the crowd dying down a little bit there. Sweet name hands off and he drives it a hole off the glass, no good. Rebounded by Robinson. So Altamont takes control with three. Up by three, two twenty to go. Now Hamer with it on the right side. Is it over to Elam? Elam. As he dribbles to the left, and he's going to call for a foul on Boyd. As Boyd was trying to cut off Elam's drive to the rim. And so Elam will go to the line for two automatic free throws, and Chris Boyd will foul out. This foul on Chris Boyd as he fouls out. Bill Neiman goes to the line for two shots. Alabama up 42, 39, 209. Let's go. Third game. First free throw up is good. Elam has nine, and it's 43 to 39. Four-point lead for the Indians. 209 to go. Elam, the second foul shot up, and it's off again. Two for two there for Dylan Elam. And it's 44-39. Coming up on 2.05 to go in the game. Horton has the basketball here on the left side. Here comes the screen from Quinn. He takes it. Now gives it off to Sweetnam. Now that's James. James gets it over to Horton. Horton gets a screen out here by Quinn. And uh, now there's going to be a, a foul and a whistle. And uh, so it's going to be a, a foul on Altamont. So it's one and one free throws. And it's going to be the fourth one on Eli. Both foul, Eli Miller, that's correct. Uh, his fourth team, seven. So a minute 50 to go, and Jordan Quinn will step to the line for one and one with a minute 50 to go. And uh, so Quinn at the line. And Pascola trying to keep the hooks alive, and the free throw up is good. So Jordan will shoot another. Got 16 in the game. And uh, Pascola trails by four here, 44-40, minute 50 to go. And so Quinn will be out the line for a second shot, and it's up, and it's good. It took a bounce and down. 
And so it's a three-point lead for Altamont. A minute 45 to go. As Robinson gives it over to Yarhouse. Yarhouse over to Hamer. Hamer with double teamed and then a call foul on Tuscola. Trying to reach in and steal it the other way. But instead, it's going to be a two free throws coming for Jed Hamer. Foul's on Sweet Ham. His third. Jared Hamer will go to the line for two. Alamont up three, 44 41. A minute 38 left to go here in the game at the Alamont section. It's good. 45-41, four-point lead for the Indians. A minute 38 to go. And Hammers, second foul shot. Will be up and it right on up. Nope, it fell through. And so it's 46-41. Two for two there for Hammer. Minute 35 to go. Sweetenham will have it here on the left side. Now over to Hort. Horton with a minute 30 to go. He dribbles it here at the volleyball line. He stepped back three-pointer. No good. Rebound is knocked away by James. And it's going to be out of bounds to Altamont. Or they're going to say it was, it was off, off of Elam. Elam, okay. Elam, Elam. Let's and go basketball. So uh, the Warriors will maintain possession here. And Musgrave will look to get it in here on the baseline. A minute 22 to go. They get it in to Horton. Orton takes one way, spins around in the lane, gives off the Quinn, shot for three. It's no good, rebounded by Eli Miller. And uh, it's going to be Musgrave coming in to steal the ball, but instead it's going to be a jump ball. Oh, man, he was coming in for the tie and trying for the tie-up and just trying for the steal as well. It's called for the jump ball, but alternate possession and we'll keep it here without tomorrow. Minute 13 to go, Elam. Gets it in, and it's going to be knocked away by uh, Musgrave, they say, and it's going to be out of bounds. Stays right here with Alcon, but the other official says it's going to be Tuscola basketball. I thought he was pointing the other way, but they're actually... I thought, I thought he was, too. But it's going to be Alcon will keep possession. And to me, it looked like he was out on Musgrave, but... And Coach Bozar wants an explanation here. And yes, he does. Official says, nope, let's just keep playing ball. So Elam will take it out, and they're going to call a, a foul on Altamont. So it's going to go to Tuscola anyway. They're going to call it was a moving screen violation. Foul 23, Mason Robinson, his second, team's eight. So it's just a free-for-all down there to see who's going to get the ball. A minute 11 to go. Altamont, let's see, five-point lead. And it's going to be... A, Quinn, and Quinn's going to fire a three-pointer. It's good! The host of Tuscola is still alive. They only trail by two. Jordan Quinn. They're going to say that was a two. So, uh, yeah, yeah, they are. Two-pointer. Just a two-pointer. They'll talk about it. So, as it stands right now, it's 46-43, a minute five to go. And Coach Bozar called the timeout, so we'll take a quick 30 as well. As a three-point lead for Altamont right now. We'll be right back. And uh, you're listening to Altamont Indians Basketball here on Jack FM. It's not just furniture. It's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. 
the conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what cool furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on Jack FM. Welcome back here at the Altamont Community High School. Minute five to go here in the sectional championship. And it's going to be a deep pass to Hammer. Hammer lays it up. No good. And it's going to be a fight for the rebound ball. So he's on the floor. And they're going to say, hey, foul. Hey, foul on Altamont. Hey, the Altamont players slow to get up. That's Hammer who's slow to get up. Actually, they're going to get a... Not a foul, but instead they're going to say that Tuscola grabbed the ball and then they call the timeout. They awarded the timeout to Tuscola. So. Okay, well. No foul call, so just Tuscola will have the ball. And they took a, another timeout, and I think that uh, Coach Bogart called that one, and according to my calculations, they don't have any more remaining. But as unofficially as uh, Altamont, they just had a quick huddle over there, and they're just back out there on the floor, circled at half court, and uh, Tuscola is over here on the bench talking things through. So it's only a minute to go, so we'll just keep it right here with 59.3 seconds left, and Altamont has the three-point lead, but Tuscola does have the basketball. And uh, so we'll see what Coach Bozarth draws up here as uh, the Warriors trying to tie this one up as they've got a strong comeback here in the second half. Yes, they have. They got back in the third quarter, and now they trail by three here with the ball. And so Quinn will get it to Sweetnam. Now over to Hort. 55 seconds left. Hort will get it across the timeline. Picked up by Eli. Now over to Quinn. Quinn has it here on the left side, and now hands off to Horton. Horton dribbling around. He spins and gives off to Quinn. And Quinn pump fake. He's free for three. Yes! Oh, Short side. They're going to say just a two. Just a two again. What? Okay. They awarded the two. It's 46-45. Altamont has the lead by one. 25 seconds left. And so Robinson's just going to dribble it out here at Tuscola. I don't think they realize that they trail by one here. They think it's tied. And so Robinson it gives it off to Elam, and oh, well, they're just going to keep a hold of it. Elam dribbles around. James now trying to foul him, and uh, so there's going to be a foul at Tuscola. And so uh, we'll be shooting free throws for Altamont, but everybody for Tuscola is standing around, and now they see, now they put the point uh, back on the board. Well, I saw the Tuscola guys screaming at the the scoreboard people over there saying, hey, it was a three-pointer, three-pointer. I mean, it, from my vantage point, his feet were clearly behind the line, so I don't know. There's some confusion all around here. And, and now Tuscola fouled because they thought they were down by one, and instead right. now we're tied. Right. So now Dylan Elam will be at the line shooting two free throws. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Foul's on number 15, Parker James, his second. That is unbelievable. That is that is unbelievable. As a, it looked like a clear three, but they That's put it on the board as one, and so Tuscola thought they was tied. 
They weren't going to do anything, and now he wins at the line shooting two free throws for the game with 9.4 left. Elam free throw. Look at short. No good. So with 9.4 left, Elam's going to have one more free throw coming. And uh, so we're tied here at 46. And here comes the noise from Tuscola. As it's going to be Elam. It's left on the way. Rebounded by Quinn. Had it knocked away. It's going to be out of bounds. Quinn couldn't hold on to it. As it's going to be out to my ball. It's 7.9 left. And so Coach Nibergi will call a timeout. He wants to know where exactly it's going to be out at. And it's going to be on the baseline, almost in the corner, but not quite the corner. So Coach Nibergi calls a 30-second timeout to draw up a play with 7.9 left. We're tied at 46. Come back for the finish. We'll be back in 30. And listening to Indians basketball on Jack FM. Wash the way you want with a washer that lets you customize any load. Visit Rogers Home Appliances in Altamont, Neffingham. See a Whirlpool top load washer with the industry's first two-in-one removable agitator. With this washer, you have two ways to wash. Simply swap the agitator post in or out to care for clothes your way. Check out Rogers Home Appliances located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. This is Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here. Uh, they're all tied at 46, 7.9 left. And Altamont will have the basketball. They'll have to inbound it there. Not quite right in the direct corner, but it's going to be over there on the corner side. Hammer is going to be the one taking it out. As Hamer looks to get in at two Robinson. Robinson now will dribble it around. 4.2 left. Robinson, two in the wing. Short, no good. And it's going to overtime. So, four quarters, not enough to decide this sectional championship as we're going to overtime here. As four more minutes on the board. So we're going to OT. Three basketball coming up. What more could he ask for? In this sectional championship, right? As it's going to be 46 all, and so we'll take a timeout, and we'll be back for the overtime session. And you're listening out to my Indians basketball here on Jack FM. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Pena, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrison, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like this is altamont high school basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 jack fm welcome back here start of overtime 46 all 
and it's going to be Tuscola uh, starting off the overtime session. They'll be continuing to go right to left on their radio dial here. Free basketball, sectional championship. Spada Carbondale on the line as James has the basketball. He'll go over to Sweetnam. Sweetnam drives. That fights Musgrave in the corner. Now it's swinging on the perimeter to Quinn. Now to James. For three. No good. And rebounded by Hammer in there to call a foul on Horton. Reaching in. And so Jared Hamer will be walking the other way to shoot two free throws. Zion Horton, that's his third. And so uh, Jared Hamer, first two points, opportunities for Altamont here in this extra session. Four minutes of free basketball. Hammer, shot is good. A free throw. And Altamont has the 47-46 lead. Hammer at the line for his second attempt. It's up, and it's good. Check with two for Hammer. And it's 48-46. 3.35 to go here in overtime. And Horton will get it across the timeline. Picked up by Eli. Get a screen by Quinn. Horton drives all the way to the hole. Layup, so good. It rolled off the rim. How did that not go? And it was rebounded by Robertson. I had a couple of looks like that for both squads just roll off. I know. It's been uh, something that's been happening all night. Uh, so many missed shots at the rim. Robinson drives with the hole. Way up good. That was not. Uh, it's Robinson with his 15th point, and it's 50 to 46. Altamont up by four. James on the right wing. Now hands off to Sweetnam. 250 to go. Over in the corner to James. James to Quinn. Quinn a little head fake. Step back three. No good. And they're going to call a foul. A three-shot foul. So uh, Jordan Quinn will be going to the free-throw line here for three foul shots. Falcon 23, Mason Robinson. And so Quinn with 22 points in the game so far. He'll go to the line for three as Tuck Kohler trails by four. As Quinn free throw is good. Wow. Fell down. So it's 50 to 47. Yeah, hit the front and the back of the room and fell right down. So Quinn at the line for a second of three. And a Quinn free throw is no good, but he'll get another one. 50 to 47. Altamont leads by three here. 2.46 to go in overtime. Sectional championship. And Quinn at the line for his second attempt. Or his third attempt. Sorry. Third attempt. Up back iron. Also no good. Tipped around and it's rebounded by Robinson. Almost similar to the other night against Casey. Quinn missing two of the three free throws. It's a three-point game. Eli Miller on the right side. Here comes the double team. Now passes over to Robinson in between the circles. 2.30 to go. Robinson and gets it over to Elam. Elam out, double team, then passes over to Robinson. Robinson over to Yarhouse. Yarhouse to Elam, and they'll just foul him. And so Dylan Elam will walk to shoot free throws. So Dylan Elam with a three-point lead for the Indians. will walk to the line with 2.21 to go in the extra session. Falcon number 15, Parker James, that's his third. And so Elam, free throw to the right and in and out. 
And so it's still a three-point lead for the Indians. As Elam still at the line for his second attempt. And Elam, second attempt, up, and it to the left, and it's rebounded by Horton. So Elam goes over two there. Horton brings it across the timeline. Going to work against Eli. Now to Quinn. Quinn's open for a three. No good. Back iron. It's James with the rebound. Quinn over to James. Now in the corner to Musgrave. Now to Horton. Horton with under two to go. Horton spinning around. Crossover. Gives over to Quinn. He's open for three. Straight in. Tied at 50. And there's a timeout by Coach Bozon for the Warriors. So we're at 50 all here with Jordan Quinn hitting a three. So we will take a 30-second timeout. And so we'll be back in 30. You're listening to Indians basketball here with the game tied with a minute 50 to go in OT. We'll be back in 30 here on Jack FM. George! George! What's wrong, George? The Mountain Dew, Marjorie. It's... Marjorie, it's gone. It's gone, I tell you. Oh, George. Wait, Marjorie, what's that? There. Why, that's a most delicious Mountain Dew Zero, George. Mm. Oh, Marjorie. Oh, Marjorie, I feel alive again. Oh, George. This winter, make sure you're well-stocked with delicious Mountain Dew and Mountain Dew Zero. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. We're back here in Altamont as it is 50 to 50. Minute 50 to go here in the extra session for the sectional championship. Right to go to Carbondale Super Sectional. Take on the winner of the Gallon County Sectional Championship. As last I saw, they were tied at 50 at the end of three quarters. So, fourth one there as well. And Altamont will have the ball. They inbound, and Elam has it. He comes over for the double team, and he has to spin around. Look for someone to pass to. Finds Yarhouse. Yarhouse just dribbling it around, and, and now Altamont will reset here in the front court as they broke that full court pressure. Now Robinson will hold on to it here at the volleyball line. Robinson hesitating a little bit, but still hasn't dribbled yet. Now he dribbles to the left, and, and now back out. Minute 20 to go. Robinson spins around here at the three-point line, and he dishes it off to Elam. Elam over to Yarhouse. Yarhouse beyond the volleyball line. Yarhouse still hesitating a little bit, but not dribbling yet. Here comes the double team. Passes over to Hamer. Hamer picks it up, gives it over to Yarhouse. Yarhouse under a minute to go. Now Hamer with it. He'll drive, and he dishes off in the corner, and now they find Yarhouse there on the wing. They close out. Now they'll just swing things over to Robinson. 49 seconds left. And Robinson's going to hold on to the basketball for a little bit. Here comes the double team. And Robinson cross-court pass Ooh. to Elam. Dangerous pass there, but Elam gets it down. He splits the double team, and there's going to be a timeout for Coach Niepergy. And Elam's like, man, I, I had a layup. <laughs> but instead, it's just going to be a timeout. So... 30-second timeout, 34.9 left here in overtime. We're still tied at 50, so we'll be back in 30. You're listening to Indians basketball here on Jack FM. It's not just furniture. It's about the stories that each space of your home tells. 
Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here at Altamont Community High School. We're all tied at 50, 34.9 seconds left in overtime. And they had a final there from the Gatlin County Sectional Championship as it's Mount Meridian victorious. So they'll advance to Carbondale for the first time since 2015. Pascola trying to get there for the first time since 2005. And Altamont for the first time ever. We're here in overtime, and we got 30 seconds left, and Robinson will get into the front court for Altamont. And Robinson dribbles it around. He takes it across for a pass over to Hamer. Now Yarhouse double-teamed over back to Hamer. Hamer dribbles, gives it off to Elam. 17 seconds left. Yarhouse straight out three, and it's no good. And rebounded by Quinn. 10 seconds left. Still tied at 50. Horton gets it across the timeline. Five seconds left. Horton all the way to the rim. James goes right through his legs. And it'll be Altamont basketball with 2.4 left. Wow. And Altamont will have to go to the full length of the floor with it. And Coach Nieberge will call a timeout here to try to draw something up. And it's a 30-second timeout, but we'll just keep it right here, folks. It's yeah. 2.4 seconds left in overtime. All tied at 50. And Altamont will have the basketball as that ball just went right through the legs of James. And out of bounds foul tomorrow. Yeah, Orton definitely had the, the right intentions there, but just right, right through James's leg. So, uh, unfortunately, for, for Tuscola, the great, great for Altamont. They do have to go the full length of the court in 2.4 seconds. Tied, tied here at 50. So, uh, they, 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 definitely, they definitely want to try to try to get the win right here this overtime, but not have to go to another overtime. But I guess you still got you still got that, that safety net there, but the game being tied and have you know be able to play a, another four minutes if you can't get the shot off or you can't get can't get the ball ball down the court. You know, it's, you know, play, plays like this remind you of the old uh, Grant Hill, the Christian yeah. Leitner, the Duke Duke Kentucky game. You know, stuff stuff like that. You know, similar. Give me Wyatt Phillips going to inbound, Mason Robinson down there on the other end. So Wyatt Phillips will be the one that's taking it out, and it's going to have to be the full length of the floor. And uh, so uh, Wyatt will get the basketball, and Wyatt looking for someone to pass through. Long baseball, Tosca Robinson takes off by Sweet Ham. It's going to be taken away by Robinson, and what's the call here? It's going to be a travel, and it's with .6 seconds left. And so Tuscola will have the basketball on the travel as Sweet Ham and uh, Robinson got together, and Robinson had it momentarily and called for the travel. Yeah, he was. So uh, Tuscola have to go for it there on the sidelines with .6 left on all the way back there. So Quinn's going to be the one taking it out with .6 left, still tied at 50. And Quinn will get it into Horton, and it's going to be a uh, oh, no. on three. Hits the light, and here comes some debris from the floor. And it's going to be a bad birdie. They found it from PE class. I was looking for that. Were you? Were you the one that ended up there? <laughs> no, I was not, right. but not quite the other night. Uh, shot by uh, Parcel, but 50. 50, we're still tied. 
and we're going to another overtime. Double OT here. And so we'll take a timeout. We'll be back in 30. You're listening out by Indians basketball here on Jack FM. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours, so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Altamont Community High School. How about this for a high school basketball game? Both these teams want to go to Carbondale, and we need double overtime to decide it. And we're all tied here at 50 still. And so we'll do it again with Quinn and Robinson. At the center line for double OT. I don't think anybody's left this gym, Travis. Robinson wins it, and Elkmar will start off the double overtime session with the ball. And uh, so it'll be a Robinson with it. Gives a double screen there. Robinson fires cross court to Elam. Elam now here as fakes. He spins around and he spins it again, and he hands off to a Robinson. Robinson now fakes, and he'll go over and pick up his dribble now over to Elam. Elam at the top of the key, trying to cross over James. Elam's trying to go He's got 12, and it's 52-50. Altamont with the lead. And it's going to be in the corner. James for three in the lead. Goal 53-52. James hit it in the corner. Robinson the other way. Gives it up top to Elam. And Elam is fouled there by Sweetman or by Musgrove. So... It'll be a, a foul on Tuscola still. That'll send Elam into the free throw line again. That's Musgrove first. And so Elam will be at the line. And uh, Elam's free throw is good. Tied again. Elam's got 13, and it's tied at 53 all. So Elam for the lead. 3.05 to go here in double overtime. Elam free throw is good. Two for two for Elam. And it's 54 51. Altamont takes the lead with three minutes to go in double OT. What a basketball game, and this has been for the sectional. And Sweetenham drives to the hole. Leia are off the glass and good for Sweetenham. And Tuscola takes the lead. Bank is open. Yes, banked it in. Uh, Elam with a spin cycle gives it off, and it's going to be tipped out right in the hands of Yarhouse. He drives, and it's going to be a blocking foul. A blocking foul on Tuscola. So Avery Yarhouse will go to the line for two more shots. Foul's on Jordan Quinn. That's his fourth. And so uh, big foul there for Quinn. We already have Boyd who will foul out. Or you in the fourth out. quarter. Yep, Eli Miller for out the got four. Mason Robinson 
Josiah Horton sweet the end, both have three. So it's Marcus James for Tuscola. Yeah, I heard that it was a clean game oh, kind of here in the second half. It sure has. So Yarnhouse will be at the line for two free throws, and out my trailing by one here. So Yarnhouse first free throw is good. What time? Yarnhouse got 12. So it's 55-55, 2.39 to go. And Yarnhouse at the line for a second one. They're going to give Altamont the lead. Yarnhouse, second free throw. In and out. No good, but it's going to be rebounded by Elam. And so Altamont a reset. And Yarnhouse, hands off to Robinson. So we're still tied at 55, but Elam with a big offensive rebound to keep the possession alive. No bigger rebound tonight than that one right there. And so Robinson will have it with 2.20 to go. And Robinson trying to go against Quinn. Robinson drives to his right, stops and pops. It's good from the baseline, Robinson. And it's a two-point lead to Altima, 57-55. And it's going to be Sweetnam trying to cross over his baseline, and there's going to be a, a foul on the floor, and it's double bonus for Tuscola. So, uh, Cam Sweetnam will go to the line to shoot two. Number 22, Avery Yarhouse, his first, team's 10th. Uh, two shots for Sweetman. Uh, his first two free throws of the night. And it's going to be good. So 57 56, 202 to go here in a double OT. So Sweetnam will be at the line for a second attempt to tie the game. And we're tied again at 57. 57 all. Two minutes to go here in double overtime. Robinson gives up top two. Hamer. Hamer now back out to Elam. Under two to go. Robinson holds down here at the almost at the Indians logo. Here comes James to come out to guard him to get the five-second call on him. Now it's going to be over to Hamer. Hamer on the left side. Here comes Horton. Horton over to Robinson. Robinson over to Eli. Eli now swings it back to Hamer. Hamer getting over to Robinson now to Elam. Elam drives, and he's going to get caught for the travel. And so it's going to be a turnover to Tuscola. So 57-57, a minute 28 to go here in second overtime. The Warriors will have the ball after that travel on Elam. And Horton will get it across the timeline on a behind-the-back dribble. Minute 15 to go. Horton, right side, and now over to Quinn, and they'll swing things over to James. James has it over to Horton. A minute 10 to go. Horton, four goes the screen. Now he gets it from Quinn. Horton dribbling it around at the top of the circle. Now he's left open for three. No good, and rebounded by Eli Miller. Under a minute to go. Robinson, now a pass to Elam. Elam up there. It's going to be blocked by Quinn. And it's going to be out of bounds. Last touch by Tuscola. So it stays right here with Altamont. Defensive play, recovery there by Jordan Quinn. And uh, Elam thought he had the layup, but it said it was blocked. And Hamer will inbound the basketball here for Altamont. That was a nice effort there by Jordan Quinn to get that block. And, yeah, Miller just thought he had a wide-open layup and wasn't expecting that at all. 62.4 left. 57-57, Altamont with the ball. 
second overtime. Hamer will get it in there on the baseline. He's looking to get it in. Looks to get it in, and there's going to be a timeout for Coach Niebuhr. That clock internally was winding down. Yes, it was. So there's going to be a timeout for Coach Niebuhr. So uh, we'll take a quick 30 as well. 52.4 left in double overtime, all tied at 57. And so we'll be back in 30. You're listening to Altamont Basketball here on Jack FM. Cook what you want when you want it with a new Maytag range. Make crispy favorites using air fry. Delicious baked goods with the help of convection and tasty broiled vegetables and meats all right in the oven. Cleanup is easy with the included dishwasher safe air fryer basket and self-cleaning oven. Visit Rogers Home Appliance to see Maytag gas and electric ranges with the air fry feature. Rogers Home Appliances, located at 115 and North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Altamont Community High School. 57-57. 52.4 left to go here in double overtime. Altamont, a sectional championship. And it'll be out of bounds here for Altamont on the baseline. Amara. It'll be the one taking it out. Gets it in to Robinson. Robinson and now just dribbles it out north towards center circle. Gets it over to Elam in between the circles. Standing at the Altamont logo here. 40 seconds left. And so Elam holding on to the ball. So he'll drive and he'll get over in the corner to Eli. Now over to Yarhouse. 30 seconds left. Now over to Robinson. Robinson with 25 seconds left. Looks up at the clock, takes one way, and here comes the double team, gives it off to Hamer. Now over back to Robinson. Robinson with 17 seconds left, gives it off to Hamer. Hamer now dribbles to his left side, and he'll go back to his right, picks it up over to Eli. Eight seconds left. Elam with the basketball, crossing over James. Elam gives it to Robinson. Robinson with double take, and he goes off. And oh, no good. good. Suffer, Quinn is going to be short, and then you believe it. A third overtime coming up. Oh, my goodness. Neither team wants to win this game. They want to go to Carbondale. Oh, my goodness. They should say no one wants to lose this game. 57-57. And so another overtime coming. Triple overtime coming for you for the Altamont sectional championship. So we'll be back in another minute. For a triple overtime. Get ready for it, folks. And we'll be back in a minute. You're listening to Indian Basketball here on Jack FM. You can't see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the universal life policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for universal life insurance at PekinInsurance.com. And in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637, and we'll go beyond the expected for you. It's not just furniture. It's about the stories that each space of your home tells. 
Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here at the Altamont Community High School. Triple overtime here. We're tied at a 57 as Hammer will get over to Elam in the corner. That's Eli in the corner. And now Eli will back it back out in the center circle. Eli drives to his right. Now he cut off by Quinn, and now he picks up his dribble, looks for someone to pass to, gives up to Robinson. Robinson holding on to the ball. What a, a fantastic sectional championship. This packed crowd has gotten their money's worth and some with triple overtime tonight. Well, we thought the game on Tuesday could get Robinson drives for Robinson. It's 59-57. Robinson drives for Robinson. Robinson has 19. As Sweetnam layup no good and rebounded by your as Robinson up to Elam, up to Eli. Eli picked up his dribble, gives it back over to Elam. As Elam will dribble, and there's going to be an uh, official timeout. As, uh, they're going to wipe up the uh, perspiration. So the official takes the towel and wipes it up underneath the basket there. Just kind of stop the play in the middle right. of Oh, man, so. Uh, I thought, but uh, as I was saying, it started to say earlier, we didn't think that it could get any better than Tuesday night's game. I guess we didn't see this one coming, did we? So, we deal with the frustration on the baseline and over by uh, Alamont's bench as well. <laughs> so, everybody towels all over the place. This speaker out there running up, running up and wiping the sweat off.
against Mounds Meridian on the line on Monday at 6 o'clock. Alcamon has the 63-57 lead. It's the biggest lead it's been in a while. Alcamon had the lead at one point. Now it seems like 45 minutes ago, up by 10, and now they have a 63-57 lead here in overtime. Deep three by three, name is good. That'll get Tesco a little bit closer. And so it'll be 63-60. to 60. And so it'll be a Robinson getting over to a Yarhouse. Yarhouse up to a Robinson. Robinson drives, dishes it back out to Eli over to Yarhouse. Yarhouse here on the left wing and now to Robinson. Minute 15 to go. Robinson picks up his dribble over to Eli Miller. Eli is dribbled. And he'll back it back out to Hammer. Hammer blows by one guy. Gives it off to Yarhouse. Yarhouse holds onto the ball. Coming up on a minute to go. They're forcing Tuscola to foul, possibly. And almost a steal there, but Yarhouse gives it off to Eli. Cross-court pass to Hammer. Nearly picked off, but down low to Robinson. Oh, no good. Picked out by Quinn and in the hands of Robinson. And Yarhouse will reset. 45 seconds left. And it's going to be knocked away by Luce. And it's going to be into the hands of Quinn. Quinn getting across the timeline, steps into the three. No oh, good. Rebounded by Eli, trying to tie him up, and there's going to be a foul on Tuscola. Trying to tie up Eli Miller, and there will be a foul, and Eli will go to the line to shoot two here with Altamont winning by three. And so... Eli Miller will go to the line with 32.5 left here in triple overtime. Foul on number five, Josiah Horton, his fourth. And Eli Miller will be at the line. Eli, first free throw up, and it's no good. Back iron, so still a three-point lead for Altamont. 32.5 left. Elam at the line with a three-point lead for the Indians. Eli Miller at the line for a second attempt. Eli in and out, no good. Tipped out and it's rebounded by Horton, so 30 seconds left. As Eli missed both of the free throws. Horton to Quinn. Quinn lets one guy go by. Tie game again. 63-63. 15 seconds left. Robinson will get it across the timeline. He'll just wave off everybody. Robinson. With eight seconds left, Robinson with the basketball. He has it. Stop the pop space line. Jump on back on no good. Stop the rebound. And do you believe it? Another overtime. Wow. Oh, my goodness. This is. I don't believe it. This is the darndest thing I've ever seen in my life. No one wants to lose. 63-63. We're going to a fourth overtime. What an epic show this is. Entertainment at its highest form. You know it. You know it. Wow. 63-63. Tied up going to a fourth overtime. So we'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to Indians basketball here on Jack FM. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. 
We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Pena, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrison, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. This is Altamont High School Basketball on 100.5, 105.5 Jack FM. 63-63, fourth overtime, quadruple overtime for the sectional championship. What an epic game by Tuscola and Altamont here tonight. Both of these teams deserve to win after this. They do. They do. This is crazy. They both. Both can't do that, but you're right. They both do deserve a win. Uh, Robinson tipping it off, and Tuscola will win the tip-off here for the fourth overtime period. Four minutes more. As Horton will give the basketball up to James. James at the top of the key gives it over to Quinn. Quinn, free throw line jumper, fakes, and gives it back out to Horton. Horton fakes one way, spins the other, dribbles inside, and he's he has to get back off to James. Great defense there by Eli Miller. And it's going to be James almost fumbling it away. Now gets over to Horton. Horton at the top of the key. Now in between the circles. And Horton drives, puts it up, layup. is good off the glass. And then tough shot there by Horton. And it's 65-63 to score. That was circus shot there by Horton. Yeah, was. Around Elon, too. Yeah. And so it'll be a... Uh, now the Indians trailing by two here, 65-63. And Elam is off to Hammer. Hammer, in between the circles, gives it off to Elam. Elam now, dangerous pass. Robinson goes to the hole, layup. It's good for Mason Robinson. Again, two more points, and he's got 25. And it's all tied at 65. 2.45 to go. And Horton will have the ball, getting a screen. And there by Quinn. Now James over to Sweetnam. Sweetnam driving to his right. Puts up a shot. No good, but he is going to be fouled. So two free throws coming for Sam Sweetnam. Fouls on number 22, Avery Yarhouse. That's his second. Nobody really in foul trouble. I mean, the only people in foul trouble for Alvin or Eli Miller with four. Mason Robinson with three. Yeah, uh, Eli's got four, and uh, on the other side for Tuscola, you know, they got uh, Horton with four and uh, Quinn with four as well. Horton, Carter, James is three, Sweetnam has three. So. Yeah. So, Sweetnam will be at the line. Shooting two free throws. 65, 65, free throws, good. And uh, Tuscola has the one-point edge now, 66, 65. 2.33 to go here in the fourth overtime. As it'll be Sweetnam at the line for a second foul shot. Up, and it's no good, and rebounded by Yarhouse. So still a one-point lead of four Tuscola. Robinson gets it across the timeline of four Altamont. He'll get a screen by Eli. He'll hand off to Elam. Elam drives and had it taken away, and they're going to call a foul on Tuscola. Foul on the Warriors, and so Elam's going to go to the free throw line here to shoot two. Foul on number 10, Colt Musgrave, in second. And so Elam will go to the line with the Indians trailing by one here. He'll go to the line for two.
And so Elam will be at the line and shoot two more foul shots. And Elam will be at the line for a free throw left. No good. And so he'll get another. Alphonse still trailing here by one here. 2.21 to go in the fourth overtime. Yes, if you're just now tuning in, you've missed a heck of a game. Where have you been? It's in the fourth overtime. Elam's foul shot is good, and we're tied at 66 again. 2.18 to go. And Sweetnam has it here on the right side. Gets the screen by Quinn. Now top of the key, spins around and gives it off to Horton. Horton here on the left wing. Horton forgoes the screen from James, and Horton drives all the way to the hole. Layup, no good. Tight for the rebound. Horton got it. Shift off to Quinn. Up and in for Jordan Quinn. He's got 31. And it's 68-66. Robinson spins around. He's going to get down for the travel. Traveling by Robinson in the lane, and so that'll be a turnover to Tuscola. Is Robinson trying to push the pace in there? And it's called for the travel. So Tuscola with the lead at 68 66, a minute 45 to go in the fourth overtime. Sweetnam will get across the timeline. It's the screen by Quinn. Sweetnam puts up the shot, layup around the defense, no good. And it's Robinson with the rebound. It's going to be not away by Tuscola. It's going to be off of the Warriors. So it's going to stay right here with Altamont. As it's poked away from behind there by Robinson as he was looking to run with it. So nice he, effort there by Chris yeah. poked that away. He will move down to Robinson, and Robinson will hold it here at the volleyball line. Now he'll step in, and there's going to be a timeout for Coach Newberry. So Coach Newberry calls the CEO, and Indians are down by two. A minute 24 to go in the fourth overtime, and we'll be back in 30 seconds as well. And you're listening to Altamont Indians and postseason basketball here on Jack and Finn. George! George! What's wrong, George? The Mountain Dew, Marjorie. It's... Marjorie, it's gone. It's gone, I tell you! Oh, George! Wait, Marjorie. What's that? There! Why, that's a most delicious Mountain Dew Zero, George! Mm. Oh, Marjorie! Oh, Marjorie, I feel alive again! Oh, George! This winter... Make sure you're well-stocked with delicious Mountain Dew and Mountain Dew Zero. We're back to more Altamont Indians basketball on 100.5 and 105.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here at Altamont Community High School. 68-66, fourth overtime of the Altamont Sectional Championship. Winner meets Mount Meridian in the super sectional on Monday in Carbondale at 6 o'clock. And it's taken four overtimes to try to decide this one and see if we can decide a winner here in this OT. Altamont will have the ball. Hamer to get it across the timeline, getting a screen there by Robinson. Now over to Elam. Shot for three in the lead. No good. No good. And rebounded by Horton. Horton with the ball. Minute 10 to go. Horton will bring it across the timeline. And he'll have a couple behind-the-back dribbles, and he'll get it across. Now gets a screen by Quinn. Horton goes down the lane, puts up the shot. Nope, he's going to hand off to Musgrave. No, he's good. Rebounded by Robinson. Robinson looking to push. Robinson puts up the shot. No, and he's going to go for a travel. He's called for another travel, and he's also down on the floor. 
Mason Robinson that took a fall, and he gets up now, and he's going to limp back, try to get back on defense. He's get called for the travel. He got his leg and ankle twisted up. And so he's right back up, and he'll have to come out. So Cornette will come in for him, and Robinson just pushing the pace there, and it's called for another walk. Second time, and that's kind of happened on the same play for Robinson. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully he's okay there. And so Quinn will get it in. Gets it in to two Horton. Horton across the timeline. 50 seconds left in the fourth overtime. Horton with it. Here on the left side. Gets the screen by Quinn. And over to James. James hands off to his sweet name. There's going to be a foul on Alcman. And sweet name will be at the line to shoot a pair here. And so that one's going to go on anyone. Dylan second. And so a sweet name will be at the line. A 5-2 for Tuscola. And it's good. Three-point lead. Sweet name with the foul shot. He's got 14 tonight. And Robinson comes back in and Cornette will take a seat. 39.5 left. Tuscola with the three-point lead. 69-66 in the fourth overtime. Sweet name. Trying to get, make it a two possession game. Sweetnam, the second free throw is good. Four point lead for Tuscola. And it's 70 to 66. Subs coming in. Eli Miller will uh, check out and Coleman will come back in. And so 39.5 left. Robinson will pick up the basketball, get it across the half court line. He'll go inside and he gets to travel again. Just walks again. And wow. So that's going to be a turnover to Tuscola. Two or three possessions in a row. Robinson gets called for the walk. And Coleman will quickly set down on offense-defense substitution. And also Eli comes in. Cornette will come in. And Yarnhouse will take a seat. Must have been, must have been slipping right there. Cause all three times Robinson drove lane. He slipped and fell all three times. Well, now there's a timeout, and I think it was Tuscola who called it. So, Tuscola called the T.O. They up by four, 70 to 66, 35.6 left. And so we'll take a quick 30 as well. You're listening to Indians basketball here on Jack FM. It's not just furniture. It's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on Jack FM. 70-66, Tuscola with a four-point lead in the fourth overtime. 35.6 left, and Tuscola will have the basketball. As another travel by Altamont will give the ball back to the Warriors. And uh, Tuscola looking to inbound. Can't find anyone. Finds Quinn. 
and they're going to foul him. So Jordan Quinn will walk to the line to shoot two. Jordan's got 31 tonight. Made a ton of clutch shots yes, in yes. his overtime sessions. Yes, yes. Including one of the controversial one in the regulation. That fouls on Mason Robinson. That's his fourth. And uh, so uh, Gwynn will be at the line. 4-2. And Quinn is no good. Left it short. Door is still open just slightly. And so Coleman will come in and Yarnhouse will come in as well. Eli and Cornette will take a seat. Offense, defense, sub. And so Quinn is the second free throw. Missed the first. And he makes the second. One for two there for Quinn. It's a five-point lead, 71-66. Robinson with the basketball. He dribbles and hands off to a Coleman. Coleman inside, muscles his way up and in. For Coleman and his first two points of the game. And it's 71-68. And uh, there's another timeout on the floor. We'll just keep it right here with 26.3 seconds left in uh, the fourth overtime. And uh, you probably try that for a steal here, and then uh, you foul, obviously, but three-point lead for Tuscola right now as it stands. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely try to try to steal the inbounds, and then uh, you know, if not, foul them and uh, try to you know, try to try to make the free throws. You know, try to. Uh, Get the three pointers from there if I miss the free throws and uh, try to get back and back up and hope for some magic or go to the fifth overtime. You never know. Yeah, you never know, but already in the fourth overtime. 71 68. Tuscola with the lead. They have the ball. 26.3 left. Tuscola looks in down to get into a sweet man. He's double teamed and he's going to be trapped in there and there's going to be a timeout by Coach Bogar. And uh, so uh, Tuscola is awarded the timeout as Sweetham was in a little bit of trouble there onto the baseline with a double team by Hammer and Cornette. And also he's trying to maintain the dribble over there and luckily get a timeout. And so 28, 21.8 left. Tuscola got the T.O. And the trap seemed to be lo- working there for a second. And yeah, it sure, it sure did. Maybe a sure little bit longer it would have been a turnover. Yeah. But instead, uh, the Warriors get the timeout. And so, still, 71-68. Tuscola with the lead. 21.8 left in the fourth overtime session. Again, who's going to Carbondale? Class 1A, super sectional. Tuscola trying for it for the first time since 2005. Altamont's never been there. Trying to win it for the first time in school history. And uh, Altamont with that comeback of 20 points. The other night against Casey, this one was even better as we're here in the fourth overtime. Do they have any more magic left in this region, in this sectional? We'll see. We'll see as it'll be Tuscola taking it out. That is Musgrove. They're on the baseline. They have to stay right there. They get it in. Quinn. And they try to trap him, but then they can't. So they immediately foul. So Jordan Quinn will go to the line to shoot two more free throws. One for two last time. Got 32 in the game. 
That one's going to be on Eli, and that's his last one. That was the last guy you probably wanted to have that pick up his fifth. Yeah, probably so. So Eli will take a seat. Coleman will check in. So will your house. They'll come in for Cornette, and Eli will foul out. So 71-68, Tuscola with the lead, and Quinn at the line for two more free throws. 20 seconds left in the fourth OT. So Quinn will be at the line. A free throw is good. Makes it a two-possession game. 78 or 72-68. 20 and 24 left. So Quinn is a second foul shot. Going through the motion. Second one's up. It's no good. Rebounded no by Elam. 19 seconds left. Four-point lead for Tuscola. Elam dribbles it up the floor. He picked it up. Got to pass it. Get points fast. And there's going to be a timeout for Coach Nieberge. And uh, so Altamont takes the timeout. 12.8 left. They trail by four here. And a uh, 30-second timeout there. So, again, we'll just keep it right here. as It's 12.8 left in the fourth overtime. What a game this has been. Well, sectional yeah, epic game. As we'll see you. who's going to Carbondale. ESPN would say a instant, instant classic. I would instant agree. Instant classic for sure. And, uh, Everything we wanted out of this sectional championship and more. And oh yeah, for sure. He said, and no one's left here. Uh, it's been standing room all night. It put people on the stage as well. The stage is packed uh, across the way as well. So. They've uh, seen quite the entertaining game. Yes, they have. Yes, they have. Definitely got, definitely got their, their money's worth tonight. Got to see some free basketball, some great basketball, and see if Alamont has a comeback in them here in the 12.8 seconds they're left to go. You guys have almost played an entire extra half with the overtime session. Elam gets it in at two of Robinson, and Robinson... He dribbles around, he goes to the hole, and he fires in the corner of the yard house, spins around, puts up the shot, contested, no good, back iron, a rebound by James. Three seconds left, and they're just going to let it to dribble out, and Tuscola is going to win it in four overtime. Wow. Tuscola takes the sectional championship for overtime. They're going to Carbondale. What a game. 72-68, Tuscola going to Carbondale, taking down Altamont here in this sectional championship here in Altamont. Tuscola redeems themselves for last year after coming up a little bit short against Macon Meridian. They don't come up short this time. It took four overtimes to do it, but they're headed to Carbondale for the first time since 2005, and Altamont's season comes to a close. Altamont's magical run this season has come to a close. And it comes to a close at 29-5 and on the season at the hands of Tuscola. A lot closer than the first time around. These two teams met up with each other, and we thought it would be, and boy, it was an entertaining game. Epic game here tonight with Tuscola and Altamont, but Tuscola comes away with the dub. And uh, they uh, will be victorious, 72-68 over the Altamont Indians. And so Tuscola will be uh, awarded the 
net, and they'll be awarded the exceptional championship. And it's also Jordan Quinn's birthday as well. So what a birthday present. What a birthday present. Sure. 17th birthday. And he leads his team in scoring with 33 points. And he leads, helps lead the Warriors to their first super sectional appearance since 2005. So uh, what a birthday it was. And uh, the uh, celebration for Tuscola and uh, the heartbreak for Altamont as their season and their run comes to a close. And the students come on the floor for the Warriors as they celebrate with their team. And uh, they will be heading to Carbondale on Monday at 6 o'clock. Hey, hats off to them, and congratulations to them. Definitely. As they definitely deserve to win this one after a four-overtime game. And uh, Tuscola comes away with the win at 72-68 in four overtime. So we'll be back to wrap this one up. We'll wrap up the season as well. And we'll have an interview with Coach Nieberge as well to close this one out. So Altamont falls here in the sectional championship, 72-68. And we'll be back to wrap this one up. You're listening to Altamont Indian Basketball here on Jack FM. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours, so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like cook what you want when you want it with a new maytag range make crispy favorites using air fry delicious baked goods with the help of convection and tasty broiled vegetables and meats all right in the oven cleanup is easy with the included dishwasher safe air fryer basket and self-cleaning oven visit rogers home appliance to see maytag gas and electric ranges with the air fry feature rogers home appliances located at 115 and north main street in altamont and 400 north keller drive in effingham you can't see the future but you can prepare for it with the universal life policy from pekin life insurance company you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years request a free quote for universal life insurance at pekininsurance.com And in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. It's not just furniture, it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. George! George! What's wrong, George? The Mountain Dew, Marjorie. It's... Marjorie, it's gone. It's gone, I tell you. Oh, George. Wait, Marjorie. What's that? There! Why, that's a most delicious Mountain Dew Zero, George. Oh, Marjorie. 
Oh, Marjorie, I feel alive again. Oh, George. This winter, make sure you're well-stocked with delicious Mountain Dew and Mountain Dew Zero. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Payne, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrison, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. You might watch your bottom line shrink if you don't account for burglaries, on-site accidents, and other unpredictable misfortunes at your business. Pekin Insurance offers comprehensive business coverage that lets you focus on what's important, employees, profits, and peace of mind. Ask your local Pekin Insurance agent about commercial insurance products or learn more at PekinInsurance.com. In Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Cold and flu season is here. Let our pharmacists at Kramer Pharmacy in Altamont and Teutopolis recommend over-the-counter meds to take care of your cold and cough symptoms. Need immune support? Check out our Easy C vitamin packs to fight off illness and keep you healthy. If you haven't gotten your flu shot or COVID booster, we can take care of that for you too. We would like to thank everyone in the Altamont community for supporting Kramer Pharmacy every step of the way. From our team to yours, go Indians! It's not just furniture, it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. Wash the way you want with a washer that lets you customize any load. Visit Rogers Home Appliances in Altamont, Neffingham. See a Whirlpool top load washer with the industry's first two-in-one removable agitator. With this washer, you have two ways to wash. Simply swap the agitator posts in or out to care for clothes your way. Check out Rogers Home Appliances located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. This is the Altamont High School Basketball Post Game Show on Jack FM. 72-68, uh, a Tuscola wins the war of attrition in a quadruple overtime. They're heading to Carbondale, and uh, everybody is celebrating uh, down there on the floor, getting pictures of the sectional plaque. And now they're singing happy birthday to uh, Jordan Quinn as well, so... Again, what a birthday present uh, for him, and congratulations to the Warriors, and best of luck to them in Carbondale on a Monday at 6 o'clock against uh, Mount Meridian, as uh, they'll be advancing there to play at uh, 6 o'clock, and the public will be going there as well, as I don't think I mentioned, uh, I got a final in, uh, at some point during overtime, this thing went to four overtime, so I don't know at what point it went final, but... Uh, Petopolis did get the win over Lawrenceville, so they're going back to Carbondale for the second year in a row. And so uh, congratulations to uh, his shoes for making it there. And so they'll be in Carbondale following the Tuscola Mounds Meridian game. So uh, Tuscola coming up a little bit short last year, and 
Now the gold squad also coming up a little bit short as they fell to Yoga in the exceptional championship by the Boys Club. It gets it done. Like I said, wins the war of attrition and uh, wins this one as uh, they had to fight through adversity as well as uh, Tuscola. Uh, they trailed. They were down uh, 10 points. I don't know if they got to any more than that, but it was a great start for Altamont. They had the lead at 17-6 after the first quarter, and then they had the lead 27-13 at the half, and then the comeback was on for Tuscola, and this game was ended up tied at 46 at the end of regulation, and then some big, big shots back and forth between both ball clubs. We were tied at 50 after the first overtime session, and then each team scored a seven in the second in that overtime session. So we went to over second overtime, tied at 57. And uh, then, uh, let's see, uh, five points in the, the uh, second overtime session for both squads. And it was tied at 63 going into uh, the fourth overtime. And then Tassola winning 72-68 here at your final champions of the Altamont sectional championship. And, Altamont ends uh, a magical season. Uh, they've never been here before. This was the first time ever that their appearance was happening in uh, the Altamont school history in a championship game. As many times as they've been close, they uh, fall short once again. And it was a heck of a year for Altamont as uh, they finished off the season 29-5. and And, uh, you know, you always see uh, during this time of year, we see uh, just uh, – a great celebration on one side, and then you see the heartbreak for Altamont and uh, their season to come to a close tonight. Hard a fought game. Uh, this was uh, up in the air. Could have gone either way, and multiple times in overtime and multiple times in regulation. And Tuscola mounted that huge comeback there in the second quarter or in the third quarter, and it came back and finally uh, tied it up and took the lead. And uh, so, uh, what a high school basketball game we were treated to. Here tonight, what a what a sectional that the Altamont community showed out for, and uh, just in general, this was a stacked sectional, and a lot of people are having their eyes on this one to see who's going to come out of it, and uh, so it's going to be Tuscola coming out of it and ending Altamont season 29 and 5 at a regular season championship, they had the NTC championship back to back. First NTC regular season title in 40 years, and they were one step away from that 30-point uh, win mark, and uh, uh, their first ever sectional championship in school history. But unfortunately uh, for the Indians, it falls short, and uh, their season comes to a close there. And uh, what a group of uh, seniors uh, this was for Altamont as uh, they left their spot in the history books. And I know it left a couple of games short of their ultimate goal. But uh, they should definitely uh, feel very proud on uh, what they accomplished uh, here this season, leaving their mark in uh, school history for sure. Yeah, they, they should definitely they should definitely feel they should definitely feel proud. I know it's uh, I know it doesn't feel very good, like you mentioned, to go out to go out on uh, to go out like this on your home court four overtimes and uh, be able to, to lose it lose it the way it happened. But, uh, you know, there's only one winner and one loser, and unfortunately, yeah. unfortunately tonight, you know, out of my loss, and, you know, having their best season, you know, wins and losses-wise, um, and uh, just, it's, it's, it's a great, great season, 
you know, as far as they made it, people with witness history tonight uh, who came to this game, people from Alamont, you know, and, you know, so, so close to, to moving on to, uh, you know, t- taking the next step and going down to Carbondale. And uh, it's, you know, I know it's disappointing and frustrating for, for, for everybody involved. I, I, you know, we're just on the radio announcing the game, but I, I feel kind of, you know, defeated myself, Travis. I don't, I don't know about you, but uh, definitely, it's, it's definitely, uh, you know, not not much fun for us either. You know, we would have loved to uh, gone down to Carbondale and you know uh, watch the play down there and possibly even further on the Champaign Estate. But uh, they fall here tonight. Uh, they, you know, they can definitely hang their heads high as they made it farther than any other Alabama basketball team did and. In school history, and that's definitely something to be proud of. I know, I know those boys, especially the seniors. You know, they won't, you know, they won't see it tonight, and you know, they'll probably be down on this for for a while. But uh, you know, they can definitely look back on it someday, and you know, be, be, be proud that they, you know, did, you know, that that was the first team to, to do that. So let's look at some stats here. First for Altamont. Uh, Jared Hammer was two for four from the field and four for five from the free throw line with eight points. Uh, Eli Miller was just one for four from the field, 0 for one from the three point range, and 0 for two from the free throw line with uh, two points. Dylan Elam was four for seven from the field, 0 for two from the three point range, and seven to 12 from the free throw line with 15 points. Avery Yarhouse. Was one for five from the field, two for nine from the point range, and four for six from the free throw line with 12 points. Mason Robinson, eight of 19 from the field, and uh, as we got uh, Coach Nebri up here, I'll hand the uh, headset off to uh, Coach. And, uh, yeah, thanks uh, let for him, let him talk. Yeah, so thanks for yeah. At least uh, it's got the start on uh, the stats there as well. Uh, bring in uh, Coach Nebery here, and uh, Coach, what a uh, what an epic game there! And uh, someone had to be a winner, someone had to be a loser, and uh, tried not uh, to, didn't they? they tried not to be, and I don't know if you can call a loser, but man, uh, what a what a game! Uh, falling here a little bit short in uh, four overtimes here. Yeah, it's it was it was a good battle between two teams. We. You know, we, we I thought we had it a few few overtimes. Obviously, and we just needed me to make a couple free throws here and there. But the Skull is a great team. They're going to go down to Carbondale and, and probably win a ball game, in my opinion. You know, I just think this section. I've said it from the beginning of the year. This section is going to win. We're just going to go to state. I know they will be. And uh, I think a lot of people were definitely uh, saying that. But uh, you know, it seems like a long time ago. But you guys are off to a, an amazing start. Uh, here in this one, you had a 17 to six lead after the first quarter. So uh, we talked about how important it was to, to get off to a good start. And uh, tonight, you at least got off to a great start here, right in this uh, great crowd uh, here tonight once again, just like on a Tuesday. Yeah, we got. You know, usually when we get the lead, it's, it's a very good thing. Um, then we can just keep pushing and attacking and playing defense. Uh, we just. You know, we got off to a good start. We were, you know, we we weren't even shooting very well, but we were getting, we were playing very good defense, and we were, you know, yeah. you know, we didn't score a lot of points, but the defense was what, you know, kept us, kept us, yep. kept the first half and where it was. 
Uh, and then third quarter kind of got away from us defensively. They kind of got hot. Yeah, and uh, you're talking about the, the defense there. There were so many blocks in the, the uh, first quarter, and particularly in the first half. Uh, Mason had uh, three of them, I want to say. Uh, Coleman had one. Yarhouse had one. So it was uh, blocks left and right on the defensive end. Yeah, and five, six years ago, I wouldn't allow kids to block a shot. But when you got athletic kids, you know, sometimes that just being a rim protector helps. Um, you know, it, our defense was on point in the first half, and in the third quarter, it really kind of kind of struggled a little bit, and, and they got some easy buckets. Yeah, like you said, the game kind of got away from you there in the, the uh, third quarter as they started to go on a run, and they started to go on uh, the comeback, and it kind of felt like the opposite of a Tuesday night where we were on the side of the comeback where yep. this time uh, Tuscola was doing it uh, there in the third quarter in particular. Yeah, we got it. We just... We weren't getting stops, so then our, our transition game was it was kind of lacking. And, uh, you know, when we're in a half-court set, and we've said it all year, that's kind of been our bugaboo. But, uh, you know, we had some chances in the in the fourth quarter and then in the overtimes to, you know, stretch the lead out. And we couldn't – we just couldn't satisfy – you know, we couldn't uh, secure the victory. And uh, we also had uh, a lot of plays there in the overtime sessions of uh, – you had uh, – draw up plays there at the, the final seconds on the out-of-bounds plays and uh, whatnot uh, there in overtime, so got a lot of opportunities to get those. Yeah, I could have called a couple timeouts probably to, to get a better shot. I just felt like we had the right matchup with Mason, you know, shooting a jump shot or getting to the basket. Uh, you know, the one in the third in the third overtime, it looked really good going in, but, um, you know, and then he had another one underneath the rim that I thought was, you know, he makes, he makes nine times out of ten and he, so uh, it's just two good players being, you know, it, him and Quinn kind of were battling right. all night, and uh, two good players winning a basketball game. And you know, we, we lost Quinn a couple times in the fourth, in, in the third quarter, uh, in some of those overtimes, and you know, came back and they hit the shots, and we didn't. Uh, you know, so uh, you tip your hats off to them. Yeah, and then I think it was the end of regular in the regulation or end of uh, one of the overtimes. There, is, it kind of was uh, tied. At one point, there was a little bit of confusion on the floor of whether uh, you guys were up one or the game was tied or whatnot. Yeah. What was uh, what was your perspective on that? Because it was, was a three; it should have been tied, and then their their kids thought they should have needed to foul, and they did. And then, kind of, you know, I wouldn't say it was in our favor, but you know, the, you know, sometimes they just, you know, luckily, I guess not luckily, but. That's why he ended up winning anyway, but uh, you know, yeah. it, was just a, it was just a little bit of confusion. We got we got to hit a, we, if we hit a few free throws, it's a different story in my opinion. But you know, these are high school kids. These high school kids are going to miss free throws and miss shots, and you know, you don't hang your head. And I don't think the boys hang their head on you know some of those shots. So you know, you just dip your hat to that goal. Yeah, it was just a hard fought win, and it was just a back and forth haymaker after Haymaker in the in the overtime sessions, and both teams had opportunities there uh, at the very end here. But, um, you know, you never like to have these uh, conversations in the season to close out the year. Uh, you knew it was going to come to an end eventually, but you hoped it wouldn't be uh, yeah. tonight. So Yeah, we were, you know, we had higher aspirations. Um, but, you know, we've also done something that in Altamont history, you know, in the history of basketball has never happened. Um, you know, uh, I know the boys are the boys are really sad right now. But you know, we remember teams from the 1980s and the 1970s, and you know, this is we had 29 wins, which was my high. 
co-champions, you know, not co-champions, we were single, you know, we won the outright NTC and we won the outright, you know, in, uh, back-to-back NTC tournament. So these boys have earned a lot. They're going to they're gonna be remembered. This 2023 will be remembered from, from uh, for, for decades. When, the, when these kids are 45, 50, they're going to, you know, there's still going to be stories told about them. Oh, yeah, and that's going to be uh, kind of hard to put in perspective now, but uh, years down the line and reunions or whatnot, they'll say, remember when we came back and yep, won the game was here, yeah. you know, first game, and then, you know, this, this big game, game, a four, four overtime game that we, you know, we probably could have won and we should have, but, you know, stuff happens. And each one of these boys are going to become men that I'm going to be so proud of. Uh, they're going to be guys that are going to be – Fathers, uh, they're going to be, you know, uh, sons still. But they're they're the kids that I, I love. These guys are these guys are my family now. These sure. are my, these are my sons. I know some. You might not think that, but now I, you know, they're they're my kids. They're, they're I love them to death. They're they're going to be good kids, role models when they grow up. And uh, so uh, you know, unfortunately, I come up uh, a little bit short. Uh, here uh, tonight, Bob, uh, you know, like you said, uh, they'll uh, be looked upon uh, fondly uh, here uh, when you when you look back on it and have a great accomplishment and also be going on to play uh, other sports, uh, yep. do some uh, tracks, most of them with the baseball uh, as well. And also, you know, you do have a lot of departing here, graduating, uh, but it's also motivation here that, you know, you've been here for the first time in Altamont history, uh, but it's also motivation to get back here. Now that you've become so so close, yeah, these, yeah they're they're going to go win a sectional championship in baseball. Also, I know they will, and they're going to they're going to have kids. Uh, Eric Coleman's going to go to state and in track. I know he will. Um, he's just going to be ready to go for that. Uh, so they're going to go do great things in the spring sports. Um, you know, uh, and and just be good good men. I love them to death. Well, Coach, I know it's uh, never easy to uh, have an end-of-the-year conversation, but uh, congratulations on, on a nice season. Uh, but Philip, uh, a little Thanks bit short. And, uh, Thanks just for being tell all you, here. Yeah, no problem. It was our pleasure. And uh, thanks for coming up here after uh, each and every game. Uh, I appreciate come up you and guys. Talk to us here. So. You guys you guys being here every night has been tremendous. Uh, I think the sponsors for helping us out, you know, yep. all year long. Uh, they just. Uh, it, it, it's amazing that we, we're one of the teams that have their own following in basketball, so it's in radio and basketball. So I appreciate what you guys do. It just it, it helps to add to the culture of what we have here at Alamo. So thank you very much and all the sponsors. Yeah, it's definitely our pleasure for sure. You made it a member one here for us right, as well. So congratulations, Coach. We'll, we'll go down uh, and see you down the road here So and talk to you again. So thanks, for Coach, for Joining us here once again here in the uh, post game as he's done uh, all season long and uh, before we hop on here and uh, get uh, we'll get Don back on the headsets and uh, finish with the stats and then I want to thank those sponsors uh, one last time before we wrap it up here for the final time. Definitely, I know I was going for some out of my stats, so I'll uh, I'll do them over again. I wouldn't sure where I left off anyway. Jared Hammer, two for four from the field, four for five from the free throw line with eight points. Eli Miller, one for four from the field and 0-for-1 from the three-point range and 0-for-2 from the free-throw line with two points. Dylan Elam was 4-for-7 from the field and 0-for-2 from the three-point range. 7-to-12 from the free-throw line with 15 points. Avery Yarhouse, 1-for-5 from the field, 2-for-9 from the three-point range, 4-for-6 from the free-throw line with 12 points. Mason Robinson, 8-of-19 from the field. Uh, 
two for five from three point range and three for four from the free throw line with 25 points. Logan Cornette was 0 for 1 from the field. Eric Coleman was 1 for 2 from the field with 2 points. And Caden Miller was 2 for 2 from the field with 4 points. As a team, Alamont shot 19 to 44 from the field for 43%. Uh, from three point range, they were 4 of 17 for 23.5%. From the free throw line, they were 18 to 29 for 62%. For Tuscola, Cam. Cam Sweetnam was 2 for 7 from the field, 2 for 4 from the three-point range, 5 for 6 from the free-throw line for 15 points. Josiah Horton, 1 for 5 from the field, 2 for 5 from the three-point range, 4 for 6 from the free-throw line with uh, 12 points. Colton Musgrave was 0 for 2 from the field and 0 for 1 from the free-throw line. Parker James, 1 for 4 from the field and 1 for 3 from the three-point range for 5 points. Jordan Quinn, 6 for 9. From the field, six for thirteen from three-point range, and five for seven from the free-throw line with thirty-five points. Chris Boyd, he was uh, one for one from the field and one for two from three-point range with five points for a total of seventy-two. Uh, Tuscola as a team was ten of twenty-two from the uh, from the field with forty-five point four percent, twelve point seven from three-point range for forty-four point four percent. And 14 to 19 from the free throw line for 73.6%. As as uh, Tuscola wins here tonight, 72-68. Passing on to the Class 4A Carbondale Super Sectional on Monday at 6 o'clock. Like I mentioned, uh, Topla is the winning there, a sectional championship over Lawrenceville, and it looks like they'll be meeting Pinckneyville as uh, they defeated Breeze Central. As we know how good Bree Central is, uh, we out my loss to them in the uh, Greenville shootout. So Pinckneyville and Topless will match up in a rematch. And they just had a, a matchup uh, in the Pinckneyville and the Pinckneyville shootout. So it'll be a rematch. And the Panthers got the win of that night. So good luck to the shoes. And, of course, good luck to uh, Tuscola as well. As this was just uh, one heck of a basketball game here. And, again, someone had to be a winner. And you hate to call someone a loser, but uh, a team that just didn't win. Well, was out yeah, there, there you go. As, my goodness, uh, four overtimes tonight. Uh, again, final 72 as 68. And Tuscola advances on. And this is our final broadcast of the season here for basketball. What a ride it's been. Uh, we've been here uh, for all the games for uh, the majority of the girls' uh, basketball season. Lady Indians as well will hopefully be back in next year. But it's all because of the community support that we broadcast uh, these. Uh, basketball games for the boys and the girls so uh, we uh, love doing them we love uh, showing a spotlight on uh, the uh, kids night in and a night out uh, for sure and uh, they definitely uh, the boys should uh, definitely be proud of uh, the way the season uh, was and I know it stinks how it ended but uh, again they'll they'll be talking about this team uh, for quite a while and uh, hey juniors you're you're up next season as I know you'll finish up with baseball there but uh, you'll be back next season uh, for sure to try to get over this sectional uh, hurdle here. But I wanted to give a shout-out to the sponsors one last time since this is our final broadcast. So thanks for the sponsors from Pepsi Mid-America, Cool Furniture Galleries, Tingley Insurance Agency, uh, People's Bank and Trust, Rogers Home Appliances, Country Financial, Nick Patton, and uh, Kramer Pharmacy. We appreciate uh, their uh, sponsorship uh, all season long as well as uh, Nelson Trucking, and Dr. Elena Schmidt on the girls' side of things with those same, uh, some most of those same sponsors as well. We appreciate them for uh, sponsoring these broadcasts all season long 
for sure. So uh, Altamont falls a short here in this instant classic here tonight in Altamont, Tuscola, sectional champion. They'll advance to a Carbondale to take on a Mount Meridian on a Monday night. What a wild ride. What a ride it's been uh, for the Altamont Indians. And uh, that's going to do it for us here for uh, this season. Hey, thanks to uh, Dominic for uh, coming along uh, for the ride and helping me out with the stats and uh, color. Uh, appreciate all that you do, Dom. So uh, thank you I, for coming I, along. I, I appreciate you having me along. And I, it's, it's been a great ride. And, I, you know, Altamont had a, a very special season. And it's sad that it ends here tonight. But the, it had to, end, had to end at some point. And uh, Altamont just uh, fell fell short here tonight. And uh but it was, it was a great season. This is a great team, and um, I'm sure probably the most wins in school history. And uh, you know, uh, you know, advanced the farthest in, in school history. So I, I've been I, I've been very appreciative, and I'm, I'm glad that I was able to come along with you, Travis, this season for both boys, boys and girls. And uh, hopefully, we can we can do it again, do it again next year, and uh, we we'll look look forward to that. But as, as for now, we'll uh, call the close on, on the season. As again, Altamont uh, falls tonight, and uh, they uh, finish with a 29-5 and a five overall record. Also, shout-out to uh, Sam back at the studio for helping us getting on and off the air tonight, and uh, especially tonight, going through a four overtime uh, back there as well, and shout-out to her for all season long helping us, saying uh, Derek uh, as well for having some games as well. We appreciate everything. Uh, back there at the studios, and and they do as well. So, again, uh, that'll do it here for us from Altamont as Altamont season comes to a close here. So uh, we'll be back into the fall for football as FEM football will be uh, back on the air as well, hopefully as well. So uh, that'll do it here for us for the final time. This is uh, Travis Sparks uh, telling you uh, that uh, to have a great and safe weekend. And we're back to playing the music that we want here on uh, Jack FM. And uh, for the final time, this is Travis Spark saying have a good night, everybody. This has been a presentation of Altamont High School Basketball. Thanks for listening. We now return to our regular programming.